0: Uh, all for Detroit sports and more. We even talk pizza. So thanks for tuning in and uh, spread the word. From Asthma Core Studios near Detroit, Michigan. It's unregimented.
1: Gangsters, what's
0: up, guys. And now, here are your hosts. Welcome to Unregimented number 249. I'm Chris. I'm Aaron. And I'm Rich. And there's and a lot we, of uh, craziness going on this week. Well, we found out that John McAfee likes to hold a gun in the head of a chick. He's banging. Mac- <laughs> or whatever it is. Is it, is it is that who it was?
1: Is that? I don't know who that person I just shared it because I thought it was ridiculous he, post. Is it, who is that guy? He's the antivirus guy, right? The guy who initially came
0: up with that program. And has since haven't we written him off collectively as a nutjob? Oh, nut-out?
1: that yeah. McAfee. Yeah, he <laughs> he had a post showing his uh, little bag that he keeps his gun in. That <laughs> when he showers, he has it like on hand at all times.
0: That's some paranoid <laughs> shit, right there. He says. He goes, uh, it's always in my hand when I'm on the toilet, sleeping and making love. Puts a kink in foreplay, but some women love it.
1: <laughs> yeah, it claims that was it one or two women had like just orgasmed, be- <laughs> just witnessing the gun. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, like Richie April from The Sopranos. <laughs> I, I wonder if he knows what a woman looks like when she orgasms. Like, well, she was shaking a lot, and then she started crying. <laughs> that's, that's usually an orgasm right wait that's
0: not how <laughs> orgasms for women work shit <laughs> well, I've been doing it wrong <laughs> well, how come that's how I leave every woman <laughs> exactly. I was
1: satisfied and they're was shaking and crying
0: <laughs> it's See, what that's a what they cry after sex
1: either that guy is like so insecure or he's the w- just impossible to be around at all
0: times. Probably a little of both. I mean, he's he's nuts. They did a documentary about him, and there's rumors that he's, like, in the, he's a scat freak, and it's just... The guy is just fucking out there, man. Didn't he, like, try to buy his own country or something like that, or something? Some shit. He was gonna start some yeah. liberto- libertarian utopia or something like that. I can't, I can't remember all the details, but... Yeah, he's like I said, he's just really, really out there. But okay. hey, verified it's, on Twitter.
1: It's nice to know that our internet security lies either in the hands of a uh, insane man or the Russians, and they're like the two biggest antivirus uh, programs, the McAfee and Kapersky.
0: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Oh, so well. Speaking of oh, well, yeah, gun nuts aside. Yeah, yeah, it was go from one sexual deviant to a whole group of them. Yeah, we got to put it in reverse because we kind of glossed over this last week. By yeah, gloss over, well, I mean we didn't talk about it at all.
1: I, yeah, I did have this on my list that I wanted to get to, but the the recent uh, unearthing of uh, of like hundreds of more cases of abuse, and this was all in
0: what, Philadelphia? Uh, Pen- the whole state of Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania, like 15 different. Uh, I guess if it was any city, that would be a lot. But I mean, apparently, it's like they just played musical parishes and kept them in the state of Pennsylvania to the tune of, I guess, the last number I heard on NPR was about 200 priests are involved in over a thousand kids. Jesus, and uh. This was uh this was not like this wasn't something they were hiding because they were marking the kids for other pedophile priests by giving them all the exact same type of gold necklace to wear so they would know that they've these kids have already been groomed and I, I don't know any other way to put it like i what, their DTF? I don't know. I mean it's fucking like, it's sick. I don't I don't even know any other way to put it. Man. Well this this
1: kind of this paints a different picture than what we've heard before, right? I mean, we've we we've heard plenty of stories about child abuse in the Catholic Church, and it, it's usually these stories about this one guy who got maybe one kid or a couple kids, and like you know, nurtured that's a kind of a bad word, but you know, like basically brainwashed these these individuals, right? For their own use, but this paints a picture of this whole circuit that, you know, that they would groom a kid and pass him along. Yeah, I mean this.
0: Which, man, I, I hate to I hate to give any fucking con- like like hardcore right wing conspiracy nuts any type of ammo, but this does not help when they when they argue that there's among the elite in this country, like you know. Groups of pedophiles, and and they work oh, right. together and they're organized. And you got the Catholic fucking church involved. Did anyone That's- see it? Did
1: you check to see if these priests were wearing red shoes? Oh, is that one of the things? The- That's one. Yeah, Bill Maher's one. You know, he's a ped- he's one of the uh, leaders of the pedophile ring. You can tell by it, the fact that he wears red shoes. Oh, oh okay. Mm-hmm. See, I know. I read Infinite Chan
0: now. <laughs> whatever it's called. <laughs> Yeah, I had I had to take a break, <laughs> but sorry, I haven't heard about the red shoes. But I I know that I'm like you know if I'm committing these heinous crimes, why would I leave these clues for like the, you know well, Scooby Doo and Shaggy to come find out you know what I'm doing? I don't understand that. But because you because you feel like you're protected, right? There's
1: not only others in your organization that. Uh, are complicit in the activity that, that you're partaking in, but you know that the higher-ups will cover it up. That if worst comes to worst, that worst is, I gotta pack up and move. And not to a cell, just to another city. Uh, I just... I mean, it's you can't deny that this is endemic in, in whatever system they have
0: set up. No, this is... And this is nothing... This is... This is what he is. Mind blowing about this. This is nothing fucking new. I mean, I, ever since I've been alive, it's been a, a you know people have joked about it, people have talked about it about priests molesting little kids. How is this just like so okay that eh, well whatever? That's just you know it's going to happen. No, what where, what kind of but, vetting process is for these fu- Is there for like, these fuckers?
1: Nobody's saying it's okay, but. I, I guess um, the, the question is, how can how can you think that these are all isolated incidents? Like there, there's something going on in the Catholic Church that these sickos are drawn to it. I mean, I,
0: is it? I, I I I want to think, I want to believe very badly that what it is is pedophiles. Found a way to, to, to fly under the radar and have exploited that. Versus, you know, th- this is like, well, yeah, the I Catholic mean, I don't. Church is like, well, this is going to happen. So, so you know, what are you going to do? Because here's, I've he- I've seen and heard Catholics in person not say it's okay, but walk right up to the line of defending the Catholic Church. And, and their handling of this. And I'm like, wait, what? No. The minute you find... I don't give a fuck what job you're working. What god you you claim to be is your boss. The minute you fuck a kid, you turn that person in. Period. You, you don't,
1: it's not like you... If you're Chuck E. Cheese and you're hiring a bunch of child molesters, you know, you don't have to... It doesn't take a memo from corporate saying... To you know, start interviewing people that are on the on the uh, sexual offenders list. No, you, know, you, don't, you don't you don't have to actively seek out these people to to welcome into your fold. You are complicit just in in the fact that you know for some whatever reason they're drawn to it. You know you're okay. You're not putting out the child molester light. That's fine. But something else that you're doing here
0: is giving them safe harbor. To to act. Well, the fact that they get second chances and are able to and they go, well, we'll just transfer you. No. There's you get what 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 when it comes to fucking children, one strike policy applies, period. You fuck a child, you go to prison. Period. End of story. I mean and this is not like we're talking about a twenty three year old teacher's aide and a seventeen year old kid in high school. These are fucking single digit children. Yeah. Well you know, I wonder I, I don't want to steer this conversation in, into Trump
1: just yet. I want to stay on track, but I do see it, or at least I wonder if there's a parallel here. You know, there's this idea that there's a lot of, of Christians and other religious people who are very supportive of Trump, and they're able to set aside the idea that Trump is not a holy man. He doesn't act in a holy way, but there's uh, a lot of leniency that should be given to somebody in a position of power. Denial and
0: oppression are like two backbones of Catholicism. Right.
1: So, like, you know, if we're asking them to give up so much of their lives to God, we can forgive them for being weak in a moment. I mean, look, I I don't think this is a valid argument because clearly these men weren't succumbing to weakness. They were they were using their position of power to get
0: what they wanted. Yes, which they by were the way, absolutely... piggybacking on the sentence you just said, where's been the B two crowd on this? Where's been all the usual pearl clutches on this? I mean, if this was Donald Trump, if this involved Donald Trump, we'd be on like day nineteen of talking about this, like as a nation. I, sadly, yeah, you want to know. You want to know what I think it is. I it's just, it's, it's, it's not, I don't want to say it's commonplace, and I don't want to say accepted. I don't know, I, I can't find the right word I'm looking for, or the right phrase. It's just, no one's shocked by it anymore. It's like, oh, a, a bunch of priests were fucking kids in the Catholic Church. And meanwhile, in other breaking news, fish yeah. swim. Well,
1: yeah, it, it's kind of, like, I'm interested by the story. I'm kind of, you know... I don't know if I, I haven't really delved into all the details of it because it's just kind of icky, you know. I'd, I'd rather not. It's something that I would rather not think about. But then again, I don't send my kids to church, you know. <laughs> my kids well, don't go to church anywhere, so I don't. I don't see this as a, like an issue that I need to keep up on to make sure that my kids aren't being molested. And it's certainly not the case that uh, just because they're not into religion, they're not going to be molested in some way. But yeah. Uh, but uh, I'm making
0: a mistake. Rich was making last week, looking for consistency because hasn't the theme of one of the themes of the last year been of uh, uh, people using power to gain things sexually? Yeah, that's, that's what this is, isn't it? Regardless yeah. of age, I would say this is You know, I'm sure that I'd be tarred and feathered by the right bunch if they heard me say this. But uh, this is worse than quid pro quo. This is the ultimate betrayal of, of power and, and yeah, using it over children. Quid pro quo, you get something out of it. I mean, not... Exactly. That exactly. sound like yeah. that, but I mean, that's what it means. Well, no, it's the, it's the reality of the situation. You know, the, these, these are children. These are children who trust... Most children, well, I don't know, growing up, most children... I knew trusted adults they were told to trust, you know, and we, even though we were lied to, and you know, police officers always your friend and all that shit growing up as a kid, you know, when you're 8, 9, you gotta be a cynical motherfucker to be, you walk around like, man, fuck all these adults. I mean, nowadays it might be that way. I don't know. I don't have an 8, 9 year old. But, I mean, especially if you're, come from a Catholic family, Chris, you know, you think kids are fucking uh, uh, uh what do they call? Them? What do they have kids do? Well, jobs? Uh, well, no. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, ultra server. ultra boys. Yes. Okay, you know, me, sir. It's servers now. They allow girls. Okay, all, ultra person. Whatever. <laughs> ultra gender non-specific. Okay, there because you know, can't be binary about this. But no, I, <laughs> this leads me back to okay. The Catholic Church has been given more than enough time to deal with this on their own. Now it's time for society to step in and say, bullshit. And obviously, throwing these these priests in jail doesn't, doesn't, doesn't get the point across to them because they still pull the same shit they were pulling 20, 30 years ago and just transfer them. So where do you start hitting them? In the motherfucking pocketbook. Guess what? You're no longer fucking, you're paying taxes, yep. you're paying property taxes on every fucking church you got in this goddamn motherfucking country, and you, I guarantee you, you'll see some shit from the inside start being cracked out on. We won't have to. I, I agree with the tax you. The donations they receive every Sunday, that's another way we could get them. Yep. Yeah, and income.
1: I think there is a direct link here because they're able to operate, oh, the at least in their eyes, independently from the laws of the country that they're they're operating in, because they don't have to report their income. You know, they don't have to open their books to the IRS. Well, I guess something like if there is actual evidence of a crime or something, but they're not going to just come up in a random audit. Well, I'm, I and that's I, I, what I, allows I, them to. I mean, there's records of you know when they have to move a priest from one parish to another and there's money involved in doing that and i don't know it might it it might uh actually achieve two goals well three goals raising tax money that's a that's a plus punishing an organization that has been doing heinous things and also uh a way to possibly hold the, to uh, hold
0: them accountable in the future. Absolutely. I mean, I'm I'm real, real, real tired of as a society bending over backwards for anyone who has, you know, an imaginary friend in the sky that they talk to. So all of a sudden they're above reproach and, and oh, here, you, you know you're tax free and you're allowed to say any stupid thing you want and throw it out there because you stand at a pulpit and do it. And you do it in the name of God, Allah, or whoever the fuck. I don't care. And the Catholic Church... Oh, I mean, they got a long history of bullshit. The Catholic Church is more of a business than a fucking religion. And if, you, if you, there's any doubt to that, just look at its history. But yeah, I, when it comes to them being tax-free in this country... And, you know, oh, but they're a charitable organization. And if you tax them, they won't be able to do as much charity... And look at all the good they do. And whatever good they do far outweighs the bad that happens. Does it? And it's like, really? Really? Would we be making this? Let's, let's just stick with your, with your example. Would we be making this argument if it was Chuck E. Cheese? We say, oh, but yeah, just because, you know, a thousand kids got molested by 200 employees of Chuck E. Cheese and they were passing them around like a party joint. Uh, that doesn't mean anything. Look at think of all the happiness those animatronic bands have brought these, these kids. How many kids have walked out unmolested and been happy? No.
1: You know, this recent case was just about Pennsylvania, and we've heard it before in, what, in Massachusetts and other states. I mean, there's nothing – this isn't like an East Coast thing, (laughs) right? This isn't even an American thing. If there's 200 priests abusing kids in Pennsylvania – what's going on across the rest of the country
0: uh, or world or world yes imagine imagine the priests that are that are like over in you know third world countries that don't have the police and the infrastructure that that a lot of developed countries have and the shit they can get away with simply because there's no system in place to protect the kids like we have or you know uh, other developed countries have. Hmm. I mean, missionary work. Who knows what's going on? I mean, it's that's like a, it's a you stick you stick one of these sick fucks in a in a you know in a, in a small village. It's like a buffet to them, especially uh, especially if they can somehow convince the people that what they're doing isn't wrong. And if there's it one guy, well, yeah, God yeah, this. and they, and you know. It, it, Yes, we have statutory rape laws in this in this country, and yes, I understand that to people who everything's relative, you know, different cultures, the age is younger, some is older. I get it, I understand it, but the point is, I don't give a shit how you argue this point. If the kid hasn't even hit puberty, you can't argue that they're a sexual being. Sorry, I, and 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 you know, that's. That's one of the reasons I kind of tapped out on the chans for for the last week is because I started running into these uh, uh, these things called you know these, these stories about these these people they call themselves maps minor attracted persons and that that's 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 how they're trying to uh, pedophile uh, sh- pedophile you can call whatever you want they're trying to shoehorn their way into the LGBT community. By, by, by prettying up, you know, giving themselves a nice little moniker and prettying up their name and saying, I'm a minor attracted person. I'm, you know, love is love. And I'm like, what are you, R. Kelly? Age ain't nothing but a number? Get the fuck out of here. They're trying to piggyback on that, well, we're born this way thing, which they are, but it's still fucked up. Yeah, I could have been born with type 1 diabetes. Now, it's my responsibility to manage that or else I'm a dead motherfucker. If you're born a pedophile, it's your it's your responsibility. I'm sorry you got dealt a shit hand at birth, but you know what? It's your responsibility to deal with it, or else you're a dead motherfucker. That's all there is to it. I I, I I'm not going to sit here and debate, you know? Oh well, should we let them? If- no, there is no there is no debate here. There is no fucking debate. You fuck a you fuck a, an eight year old. We take you out of the gene pool. You don't get to you don't get to live with the rest of us. That's not how. It, it, that should be a hard and fast rule. That shouldn't even be a question, all right? And, I mean, I'm not going to go so far as to say put them to death. I, I think I've said it on the show before. I, okay, you're born that way. You're wired that way. You can't help it. Good. Well, here's your choice. We can throw you in for the rest of your life in general population in a level 4 prison with lifers with nothing to lose, and you can take your chances there. Or you can go sit in this fucking... And, and be a guinea pig for scientists to figure out why you're wired that way that way we can fucking figure out how to stop other people from being born like you were, so you can either be a guinea pig or you can be a pincushion it's your choice well rich i'm I'm wondering maybe you know because
1: i I haven't kept up with this story in the last week, and it continues to unfold this These were documents that were released because of a court case against the the Catholic church in Pennsylvania, right? Are the are there gonna be consequences? Is there
0: I mean it's is, it's gonna the pro- Is there I gonna ima- be a trial? I mean I imagine the one you I don't know what statute of limitations is in the state of Pennsylvania. hmm I don't know how far back this goes. Um be honest with you, I'm kind of like you. It's not a story I've I've like really wanted to like dig deep into because I, you know I can only put up with so much before I either stroke out or am physically ill. Um, so I I just been taking the news as I hear it on NPR and and you know various you know Reuters, AP stuff like that. I don't know. I mean, there's gonna have people. There's gonna have to be kids that come forward. You know the Catholic Church is going to, I, this is what I think is going to happen, because this is, it seems like this is what happens every time there's a scandal like this. There's going to be a couple sacrificial lambs thrown to the fucking wolves, and the Catholic Church is going to go, and it's, it's an internal problem, we'll handle it on our own, thank you. And to me, it's not good enough. This, is, this isn't the first time, this isn't the second time, this isn't the third time. This is a pattern. This is, this is a behavior within your organization. We've given you more than enough time to clean it up, and it's not happening. So you've lost your privilege. You have no more privilege for us to, to stay out of it. But I don't know. I, it's the Catholic Church, man. I mean, they're they are one of the most powerful organizations in the entire world. Like I said earlier, they are basically a business. Yeah. I mean, you, you go to you go to the Vatican, they will throw your ass out in a heartbeat. And not be fucking gentle about it. All you gotta do is watch that Bill Maher documentary, Religiousless. And they threw his ass out of the Vatican for trying to like film with a cell phone camera. They were like, nope, not happening. Threw him off the property. They have their own police force there. Yeah, I mean, it's their own country. They're the yeah. smallest country. So, I mean, uh, what can you do? I mean, if they won't cooperate and they pull in, I mean, you can't. You can go after individuals. You can't really go after them. That's the problem. Yeah. But I mean, and I'm to the point where it's like, okay, well, if that's the case, then here's the deal: we're prosecuting everybody that's involved. Anybody who knew about it kept their mouth shut. You're being prosecuted too. Nobody's taking a plea deal. We're going to charge you with as much shit as we can. And you got two choices: you can you can take what's coming down the the, the pike for you, or you can pack up and go someplace else. But either way. You're not getting the free pass you've had. It's done with. I mean, it is fucking ridiculous that there are are kids in high school going to jail because, you know, he's 15 or he's 16. She's 15. They've been dating for two years. They fucked. Her parents got their nose out of joint, and now he has to go to fucking prison for a couple of years. There's priests out here, like I said, passing around kids like a party joint. Marking them, marking them. I can't get over that. Marking them with 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 gifts. Hey, yeah, this one's this one's good to go, guys. You don't even have to warm them up. That's possibly the creepiest aspect of this story. And by the way, Aaron, yep, the on East Coast thing. There's a story on Google News right now that they're investigating uh, 170 priests in Missouri. Well, good times. Yep, and.
1: I guess there's similar cases in where was it in Australia, in Chile. I mean, I, I, there is no accountability to be had. It ultimately is there. It's only as long as there's enough people still devoted to the Catholic Church and giving money to them, they will retain power and they will continue to get away with this. I mean I understand where you're coming from Rich and what you would like to see happen but the the change the, you're talking about basically getting rid of the separation of church and state and and to stop basically using uh, stop considering religious freedom at all you know to to be able to just say like you know this this Religious organization is not allowed to operate in our country anymore, or if so, it's going to be done under ex- very different circumstances. I mean, I, I don't see how you could just sing, single out the Catholic Church for that
0: treatment. Well, I but mean, it has to yeah. be across the board. Here's the thing I, yeah, I don't give a fuck. No, I you know, don't give like S- a ba- fuck. Southern Baptist, Scientology, Judaism. Uh, I mean, Monks, I don't give a fuck. First of all, you you should you should all, all be go to hell. But I'm talking I'm talking about what living in reality now based on what my desires are, what I think should happen. No, I no, I, I absolutely. Here's th- that's why I said the sad part is ultimately this is this, nothing's going to change with this. Yeah, they're going they're going to, like I said. There's going to be a few sacrificial lambs thrown out. There's going to be some defrocked priests. There's going to be higher ups. I mean, I guess like. Uh, I'm not sure how the hierarchy works, but there was uh, different churches named after different um, oh shit I guess middle management in the Catholic Church and they and they, they said okay, well, we're gonna change the names. We're gonna change the names of the church. Oh well thank you for doing the absolute least you can do because because this person knew about this shit and turned a blind eye to it you're gonna change the name of the of the, of the church. It's not gonna be named after him anymore. <laughs> are you fucking serious I mean it, it, I don't know I,
1: that seems like the obvious thing the thing that you would just immediately do without even having to make an announcement about it right like obviously we're going to change the names we don't want to be associated with this creep yeah, not I only was bishops. that like apparently a decision that somebody had to make it was a grueling decision
0: yeah I guess they're bishops or something like that is there something in the catholic religion Chris I don't know, I so. yeah okay so yeah, I guess there's there's churches named after bishops, and that's and that's they changed their. But I mean, I, I this is obviously something that people who are pedophiles go. If I get into this, it's so fucked up to say. If I get into this line of work, I damn near I, I damn near have a license to molest kids. Mm-hmm. I mean, and you know how the shit goes. We've talked about Larry Nasser for hours upon hours on Sporgy. We've even touched on it on this show once or twice. The the more they... Every time they get away with it, they get bolder and bolder and bolder. And I mean, the fact that they were so organized so they could mark kids and pass them around tells you this is not... they something that's being done in shame behind closed doors that these people are like... No one can ever know this. Like, under torture, I would never admit this. No, they're openly fucking sharing the fact that they do this with other pedophiles. And I mean, that's... <laughs> what is it Mike used to say on the Drew and Mike show all the time? It's like the internet has brought every sickos a group of sickos together, whereas before they were just in their corner of the world and they thought they were the only ones that existed. You know, you know every, every necrophiliac before chat rooms were invented thought that you would never meet another one. Boom, all of a sudden AOL chat shows up and, then, and they're having conventions and shit. And I mean, that's basically what this is. So I don't, there's really no way to stop it through the law that I see, but there is a way not to just fucking rubber stamp it and say, oh, well, hey, we're going to let you handle it. No, no, you've had your shot. I mean, the government steps in and breaks up monopolies. The government, the government fucking had baseball and football on trial. Baseball for steroids and football for CTE. Where the fuck is the cat? Where the fuck is the subpoena for uh, uh, Mr. Party Pope, whatever his name is, uh, Franklin the Turtle Pope, whatever the fuck his name is? Why, why isn't he sitting in front of Congress having to testify under threat of you don't show up, you're in contempt of court, we'll throw you in jail? But yeah, we're gonna run Mark McGuire and Rafael Palmero out there to talk about fucking steroids. Like that's, like that's something that is even worth our government's time. Oh. Athletes are sticking themselves with drugs so they hit a ball farther. Who gives a shit? I think I think fucking children like in mass in mass amounts is a bigger issue. But once again, Catholic Church makes a lot of money, Catholic Church has a lot of power, Catholic Church is above the law to a certain extent. I mean these religious. Catholic
1: Catholic Church decides uh, how a lot of people vote, too. Mm Mm-hmm. Exactly, and that, and, that, and that's a big shield that keeps them from,
0: uh, keeps politicians from actively doing anything about it. Well, you know exactly what would happen because I've I've seen that with my own eyes people in front of me, and I've had this conversation with. You know, anytime I say anything about what I just said about how I think it should be handled, you're talking about persecuting Catholics. If you're not a child fucker and you're Catholic, then it doesn't affect you. Right. What's the problem here? Uh, you're, you're telling me you're in favor of not persecuting child fuckers? Who are you in favor of, of persecuting?
1: Right. How about the, you, you let the government come in, take care of the child molesters, then you can go back to worshiping your imaginary being in it's, peace, and we'll leave you alone. Nobody's going to persecute you as long as you don't fuck kids. <laughs> or other things illegal, I guess.
0: I mean, you know, I, I, I imagine somewhere in the Catholic Church this conversation has happened amongst the higher-ups. Why can't they just fuck each other? Why can't all these priests just be gay? We made it so you don't have to get married. You don't even have to have a beard of a wife. Just fuck each other. It's 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 the loophole we created for gay Catholics. You become a priest. Why are you going to fuck kids? You know, like, are you, are you kidding me? Like, we made this loophole so we can have gay people in the Catholic Church and here come the pedophiles to take it over. Like, uh, it, like, if I was a priest, I'd be like, thanks for ruining the party, assholes. <laughs> like, we had Caligula up in here, and then you show up with a four-year-old. What the fuck are you doing? No. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. It's just, it, it's, it's, it, the whole, the whole thing is just mind-blowing. And in, in, in today's day and age, that this is just like, it's, it, 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 people, so many people are so cavalier about it. I mean, think about that—a thousand kids in one state. That's a thousand lives that are fucked. Very rarely does that type of molestation happen, and the fallout doesn't fuck up a kid, uh, uh, that person's life. Right? We're not talking about you played fucking doctor with the girl from down the street. You know, we're not even talking about you know a creepy uncle with boundary issues. We're talking about full-on molestation, passing kids around. God knows what else. Because, you know, if they're that bold, there's video out there, especially these days. You don't even need a Polaroid. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I can't think about it much longer. Let's I'm gonna <laughs> say something I shouldn't say. We're going to take a break. I'm going to go take a shower <laughs> and gonna change subjects. Well, I mean, I think, <laughs> icky. I think you hit it on the head there, Aaron. The, the last half hour, I just feel icky. Well, I mean, we can pivot to where we're not totally off of the subject, but onto a different group of people, two people, which is, I cannot remember her name, Asia something or another, Anthony Bourdain, Argento, Argento, uh, and her supposed, or not supposed, alleged molestation of a a 17-year-old kid, and the payoff that followed, which... I, I heard, and I don't know if this was a legit news source, but someone posted an article and it was one of those sketchy looking websites that it looks like someone put up overnight. And it said that she claimed that Anthony Bourdain paid paid the kid off, not her. And I'm like, Wait way to throw your dead boyfriend under the bus, bitch. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, not only do you have a shitty fucking tattoo across your tits, you're just throwing your dead fucking boyfriend just right up under there. Just get up under there, dude. Go ahead. He's the one that did it. Prosecute him. Oh, you can't. Oh, well, done. that sucks. I didn't do anything, but yeah. So this kid came out and said, "Hey, yeah, it happened, and I'm speaking up." And I, to be honest with you, I really don't expect the the blue haired uh, dyke spike feminist to, to 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 pick up this cause and run with it because they never pick up anything that, that doesn't put them first like I'm talking about that that type of feminist not all feminists that type of feminist but I was very shocked to hear like the young turks which is a news organization that is unabashedly on the left uh to the point where I think they they just flat out call themselves socialists at this point which is seems like the thing to do in the midterm election in 2018 but yeah, basically say, oh, yeah, it wasn't really molestation. She's, she's one of the most beautiful women in the world, which she isn't, but that's beside the point. What kid wouldn't love that? And I'm just like, you got to be kidding me. You can't. Well, what, really? <laughs> oh, I've heard her described as one of the most beautiful women in the world. I'm like, that bitch looks like she was rode hard and put away wet. I don't. Uh, and, and, you know, Young Turks, I'm applying my whole, if it can't go the other way theory, then you're wrong. If this was a 33 year old man and a 17 year old girl i we all know how this would be going right there he's you. a predator you know he, he would any job he had he'd be fired from he would be a public pariah oh absolutely. Instead, this chick's got a bunch of people defending her Alyssa milano said her allegations don't undermine the me too movement how does it not wait how, one of the,
1: how does it because <laughs> it, it, it's hypocrisy she was one of the first people to accuse
0: Harvey Weinstein, yet she's guilty of the same behavior.
1: Okay, so that might that may call her particular claims into question, but how does that affect anybody else's claims against Harvey Weinstein?
0: No, we're talking about the Me Too movement, not her case against Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, I, I know.
1: Yeah, and that's because what this I'm be tip,
0: Because this could be a tipping point. I don't see Quite how it I don't see how it undermines the Me Too movement, but I see from the, you know, uh, we want all the power, but we're for equality feminists. This undermines their argument. Because this is, oh, God forbid, their, 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 their movement focusing on a woman predator and a male victim. And we can't have that. And so it's like, look, yeah, guess what? It happens all the fucking time. Once again, we're back to... Do we even, as a nation, get shocked when there's a hot teacher fucking one of her students anymore?
1: Well, it it undermines. Uh, what Jennifer Granholm's argument on Bill Marshall last week about the Catholic Church, and she said, "Let women become priests, and that'll solve your problems."
0: You know, well, this well, makes, yeah, no, I don't think so. <laughs> you know what? You know what? Uh, you know, I, I, and I'm about to piss off a lot of women if they're listening. You can stop with this fantasy that somehow. You're the fairer sex, and if you get in power, there'll never be any conflict. Because, I'm sorry, I've dated strippers. You put a bunch of y'all in the same room, and y'all are the most catty, vicious bitches I've ever fucking seen in my life. Men beat the shit out of each other and friends five minutes later. Y'all cunts hold grudges for fucking decades. So, just stop acting like, oh, women are going to solve everything. We just put women in power. There'll be no war. There'll be no molestation. Bullshit. People are fucking people. End of story. It's horse shit. And fuck Jennifer Granholm and her mole. She can go fuck the f- <laughs> right the fuck off. I, it's 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 what? How, Thirteen years later, I'm not blown away, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid fucking coos. Jesus God. I really. I see. I haven't watched Bill Maher either. And I'm glad I haven't, because if I'd have heard her say that, you'd have heard the sound of my monitor going through my fucking window, because I'd have it out. I've been like, I can't do this anymore. I have to completely unplug. I'm going to go sit in a flotation tank after taking, like, 5,000 milligrams of THC and try to fucking become one with the universe, because I can't handle this world anymore. It's bullshit. Right. shit. It's
1: applying the transitive effect to your logic by saying, you know, because this is an issue of, of uh, people in power, uh, using that power to take advantage of somebody else, and because men are predominantly in power in most organizations, this is a man problem. But it's not. It's well, yeah, This, this whole incident fucks up that narrative, doesn't it? I mean, th- this is just... This, I think, it's interesting because of who she is. You know, one of the first accusers of Harvey Weinstein, right? It, but all the stories that we've, we've heard prior to this about kids being molested by their own teachers. And most people just laugh it off like, well, look, you know, she was hot. And that was that kid's dream come true. Okay, maybe so. And maybe that kid enjoyed it in the moment. Maybe he had a great time. Maybe he wanted to continue to see her.
0: Sexual but arousal during rape does not mean consent. How many times have I heard that from women? Right. Just because he got hard it doesn't mean that he consented. He could he could legally consent. Yeah, and also, I mean, we have we
1: have laws that protect minors because we understand that minors need protection. Right? They don't always know what's best for them. It's like if a kid got drunk. Well, like a kid, kid got wasted. He turned into an alcoholic when he was in high school, but he didn't run anyone over with his car or punch anyone. So he seems to be enjoying
0: himself. That's so it's exactly what I was going to say. So, uh, so fourteen-year-old kids who want to just fucking drink Everclear all day and and, and just you know not go to school—that's hey, cool. You're 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 having a good time, aren't you? That's fine. You can make that decision. No. No. It's bullshit. Horse, horse shit. Sorry. And, I, I man, I'm as guilty of it as, as anybody. Man, I, I got to admit, some of these teachers, I'm like, God damn. That bitch is fine as fuck. But, I mean, like, still, you're a sick bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like, really, you can have damn near any guy you want, and you go find a 15-year-old? Really? Really? I mean, it, it, my favorite part of that last statement was that you didn't correct the swear word; you corrected the descriptor of the swear word. <laughs> Sorry, I was mid rant. I missed it. <laughs> you you corrected bullshit to horseshit. Okay, okay, <laughs> but I mean, look, it, I, and, it, to me, this this is this just shows people taking opportunist taking advantage of situations to push an agenda and they show their true they show their true colors when they do because you notice there's not hashtag teach women not to rape you know all this shit but anytime a- anytime something happens and it's and it's a man on a woman we gotta teach men not to rape boys will be boys needs to be you know that's horrible we we can't have that Got to stop boys from doing anything remotely boy like when they're kids because yeah, that's toxic masculinity, etc., etc. Where's all that going the opposite direction? It doesn't exist because it's bullshit. It is horse shit invented by people who have axes to grind. And yes. Yeah, because if your true cause was, again, people in power taking advantage of people sexually, then you should be just as equally outraged about this. Exactly, but no. Your narrative is man bad, woman good. Right, and it's not.
1: It's not to say, at least in my mind, it. It's there's not a uh, an, It's not the same thing for this woman to have sex with a seventeen year old boy as it is a priest to take advantage of. I mean, I don't, who knows how old these kids are, but you know, generally a lot younger than that. Yeah, it's not an equation between the two, like, these are both equally bad. There's different layers, but it does fall under the same category. It all yeah. falls under statutory rape.
0: Yeah, yeah. and it unfortunately... Not according to the Young church Yeah, well, I mean, once again, you should guys, be glad this happened. That's, that's the same crew that, you know, and here is the bitch of it. Like, two years ago, I, I actually watched their show. Yes, I knew what I was getting. I knew I was getting a strong bias With a little bit of news on the side. But I just couldn't, I I couldn't, I couldn't just like do the mental gymnastics to make that okay when it got to the point where, you know, Trump said grab him by the pussy on tape and they acted like, you know, oh my God, he's raped every woman he's ever laid eyes on. This is horrible. And then someone would bring up, wait a minute, aren't you the same people that fucking propped up Bill Clinton back in the day? That defended him constantly, and their only response was, "Bill Clinton isn't running for president. Stop bringing up old shit." What? So that <laughs> he gets a he gets a pass. Really? That's how that yeah. works? Fuck that. No. And I mean, yeah. I want, want to get right down to it. He's actually been accused several, several times of rape. Oh man. And I mean, it, it's not. A, it's it's a matter of public record. He would, when he was governor of Arkansas, he was using the, the state police basically as his wingmen to bring women to him. So he could fuck him. And yes, he was a big, big fan of the nude move. You know, can I get you a drink? Yeah, sure, okay. And he'd turn around, make a drink, whip his dick out, and just, here's your drink. Oh, by the way, you want to side a dick with that? You know, Louis C.K. does it. He can't have a career no more. Bill Clinton does it. Oh, well, he's not running for office. Stop bringing up old shit. Oh, okay. So that that negates everything. And we held the highest office in the land for, you know, most of a decade. But sure, yeah, Bring up, we won't bring up old shit. And, and and yeah, so it. I'm not really shocked by the Young Turks, and I'm not shocked by like, you know, I'm surprised Ashley Judd hasn't like released a cell phone video recorded in like portrait mode instead of landscape of her having a breakdown about this and everything, because it seems like what she, seems to be her thing when something happens, she just goes into breakdown mode um, but yeah because it doesn't play into into their narrative it doesn't play into the the agenda they're pushing, which is, uh, yes, essentially, yes, men bad, women good. Okay, we get it, Miss Pussy Hat. Sit down. Mm-hmm. All right. As, as, as you and your, your fellow quote unquote feminists like to say, have many seats. Okay? It's, it, shh. it's not your time to woman explain to me and complain about this. Oh, it's your, time nice. to be, it's your time to sit down, shut up, and listen to a male victim tell his story and share his truth. Yeah, you should just believe him, right? Mm-hmm. Always got to believe what? the victim. I mean,
1: uh, does she Does she get the pass because she was seen as a, uh, on the forefront of the Me Too movement or because she dated Anthony Bourdain or both? I mean... Yes. For, yes to both.
0: Which is bullshit. I, I yeah, I don't... I, the I crime don't. is the crime. But it's it's that politics is entertainment it's treating politics like it's a sports team that's the problem you always you always you always demonize what the other team does and minimize it when your team does it and that's why i have a hard time with people who treat politics as entertainment and treat it like it's sports like they're rooting for a team because the nature of sports is you pick a team, you root for them, and you want them to win, right? But when real-world shit happens, you can ask Chris, I'm not a fucking homer to where I excuse this shit. I mean, there's, I mean, it has nothing to do with what we're talking about, but there's an incident with the coach of Ohio State University. He, he hired an assistant coach who he knew had been abusive, physically abusive to his wife, retired from coaching for two years, came back and rehired him and brought him from one college to another, and... He still has a job, and I'm a U of M fan, and I, I was like, if this was Harbaugh, I'd be like, Harbaugh, you gotta go. You can't have this shit. You can't, you can't, we, you know, guys' careers are over with because, you know, domestic abuse shit. Players' careers are over with. They're blacklisted. No one no one will give them a job. Yet this coach knew about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, I just because it happens to to my side, my team doesn't excuse it. And the 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 type of people I'm talking about and talking to are the people that excuse everything that their team does. You that's the you they are the problem. And uh, I'm reminded of the Boondocks episode of, Oh, he good the R. Kelly episode. Yeah, no. <laughs> I know. exactly, exactly. And when Riley got up at the end of that that the R. Kelly trial and said, Yes, the government does conspire to put Many black men in positions where they could throw them in prison. But that doesn't mean every black man in prison is is innocent. And he's like, so what R. Kelly can sing? <laughs> you know, it doesn't matter. Introduce him to some older women. Take his video camera from him. Show him what a urinal is. You know, and it, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I was. The same type of people that. You know, you bring on Michael Jackson and, you know, it, it, the, the why you got to bring up old shit argument will come up. <laughs> you know. well, this, this urinal is
1: great. Now I can put my girl in front of it. So <laughs> anything that splashes <laughs> off of her will go into the urinal.
0: I can hit both sides
1: of the head. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just, just get all the way in there. Yeah, I definitely feel like like when, I, when, when these types of stories come out, I feel like, like, uh, Huey in, in in that episode of the Boondocks, I just want to yell at people and stop the damn dancing. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then here, and then just like that episode, Riley in the background, boo, sit down, put the music back on. And then they do. And everything's just, everybody just goes back to dancing like, like nothing's, nothing's changed. Nothing's learned. No, nothing's learned. Nothing's gained from this. Just uh, that show brilliant, but I think we're white. We're not allowed to think that, right? I don't in 2018 I allowed to think that right <laughs> Wait, when, when I had when, when you could, a FUBU show <laughs> I'm not allowed to own the DVDs that ain't for you or by you motherfucker <laughs> I own all seasons I don't give a fuck even the one without Aaron McGruder is the executive producer but uh no I I yeah uh just as an aside I showed that when it when I first saw that show I showed it to everybody who would sit down and give it a chance and it was about fifty fifty. Half the people were like, this is the most genius fucking thing I've ever seen. And the other half, while I'm sitting there laughing, tears rolling down my face, were like, that's not right. You can't laugh at that. That's not that's so what's wrong with you? And I'm like, you You just don't get it. You literally don't Spit get aside, it. You've been outside. If you talk to people, this shit is funny. <laughs> the fact that the two White guys are voiced by Samuel L. Jackson and Charlie Murphy. Exactly. (laughs) Should tell you right off the bat. People tell you you shouldn't laugh, have no sense of irony. But, no, it's She's probably going to... She's going to do the... the, the, Getting back to this... uh, Asia, whatever her face is. I've already heard it. They... They're trying to spin it to where she was a victim of Harvey Weinstein, so that's why she did this. Okay, that's, that's fine, but that doesn't excuse it. Out. It doesn't. What what child molester that was molested as a child? Do we go? Well, we're not going to throw you in prison because you were molested as a child. Get some fucking therapy. What the fuck you want from me? You, you. I'm telling you, she's got to have enough. She had enough money to pay him off. She could have invested that in a, in a fucking therapist. I, really, seriously, come on now. That is. Is a five-year-old's argument, but Johnny's mother lets him do it. Well, I'm not Johnny's mother. Stop trying to deflect shit. Just, I mean, here's the deal. I would almost, I mean, if he was, if it, he was legit seventeen, because this is the bitch of the situation. If he was seventeen when they had sex, because it was in California, it was a crime. If it was in Michigan, it had been legal. It was literally the state they were in made it a crime. So. If she just owned up to it, yeah, I did. Whatever. I would almost be like, well, I mean, he's seventeen. It's the age of consent—sixteen—in like twenty states. So, what do you? I mean, what do you do? Yeah, I fucked up. You know, I was attracted to him. He's attracted to me. As the adult. As the fuck is the older person, however she wants to put it, I should have, I should have exercised better restraint. I didn't. Whatever. Is she really going to go to prison for that? I mean, honestly, it's just there's no personal responsibility here, and, 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 and taking responsibility, even even uh, with the men who've been metued. Look at Louis C.K. He stepped up and took responsibility. And said, "Yeah, you know what? I did ask these women, could I jerk off in front of them? When they said yes, and and I did. They, yes, yeah, some of them were horrified, some of them were into it. But yes, I did it. End of story. You know, I um, took a picture like, hey, Louis C.K. beaten off.' I you mean, it, it, isn't that what isn't that what they demand these people do? Like, isn't that like the their end game is to have someone that like Harvey Weinstein or 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 you know anybody, whoever else? I can't. There's so many of them. I can't even think of them." Just step up and go, yeah, you know what? I did. I did use my, my, my position of power in Hollywood to sleep with women who otherwise wouldn't give me the time of day. And it was wrong. And I'm going to step the fuck away from the limelight and, and, and exile myself from most of the human race until I just go die somewhere. I mean, isn't that what they want? So where's the calls for it with her? Yeah. Where's her pound of flesh? That's technically what they're looking for. Does I mean, she have any job she could be fired from? I, you know, I At this point, I don't know. I, 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 was, I didn't know who she was until she brought up that Harvey Weinstein had propositioned her or harassed her or whatever exactly it was. And to be honest with you, she was one of the first ones through that wall. So she wasn't, she isn't a household name. Like when Ashley Judd and Mira Sorvino started saying that that's when I was like, oh okay, those are the names that stuck out, not hers, but I mean and and uh, there's another thing that we we <laughs> we as a society should probably just get rid of which is this whole non disclosure agreement settlements how can you how can you pay someone to cover up a crime basically I mean shouldn't we just like get rid of those because half the time no they're not followed anyways they're broken
1: yeah I I don't know. I think that... I'm no lawyer. But I believe that if you are signing an, an NDA in order to cover up an actual crime,
0: that's, that NDA is uh, is no longer valid. So, yeah, it's, it's null and void due to the fact that you are doing it to cover up a crime. Yeah.
1: I I don't know if that's, like... Settled law, or if that's just the norm of what happens. Like, you know, if if you're fi- if if somebody is found guilty of a crime and then turns around and tries to sue their accuser for
0: breaking an NDA, that that case isn't getting anywhere. Well, I the, the whole thing is just it, it, it's it just it to me it's exposed a lot of people's true colors and their their true intentions and and their their honest agenda in this situation or not situation in, in this movement, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, and it, you know, the, the one, the one defense I've been waiting for, I haven't really heard, which is, well, there's just so many accusations coming out on a daily basis. It's just lost in this cacophony of noise. That's how come people aren't outraged about it. Cause it's just like one in a, in a, in a couple hundred, you know, no, you'll never hear that argument because then it minimizes all of the other accusations. Right. Remember, they want them, they want them to count. It's the reckoning, Rich. See, that's so the thing. If, all all so If these... they're interested in consistency, they, they can never bring that argument out because then it now minimizes everybody else in here on out. I mean, all this language that's been these terms that have been invented to, to, to go along with this stuff. And these terms that have been, you know, drug out from, you know, the the back classrooms that they were taught in, in gender studies, that was a a joke of a blow-off class for football players 20 years ago, that's now seen as a valid fucking thing to go to college for and waste four years on. It it just shows how biased all of it is. I mean, the, the majority of it is angled at one gender. To point the finger at one gender. And when you flip the genders in an offense, people can't even bring themselves to say this shit because it doesn't fit. Yeah. Well, right. And
1: it, it, along with that comes the idea that the solution is to then flip the genders, right? <laughs> that this problem wouldn't be happening if we had more female producers. More female priests, more females in power in general. And
0: you know what I I said? You're not going to find that. You can't stop a boner, no matter who's in power. Here's here's, the power of a boner. Here's how you put that argument to bed, quick, fast, in a hurry with extreme prejudice. Male strip clubs. Go be a fly on the wall. If you live in Detroit, go across, if Danny's is still open in Windsor, go to. Go to Danny's. Go sit in a corner. If they'll, let you, if they'll even let you in if you're a guy, by the way. Right? And watch so, these women. Do you guys who go to strip clubs? Well, yeah, I didn't think about that. But, <clears throat> and watch how these women f- grab, fondle, and manhandle the dancers. Then go to any female strip club. Yeah. And try that shit. Try and to see put what one happens. finger on one of them. Just one let, unless there's been an agreed upon transfer of money for certain acts, Yeah. Go ahead Go ahead and, and put an unwelcome hand on somebody and see what happens, okay? That blunt right there, a- end of discussion, end of argument. Your argument is invalid, okay? Period. It, it, it's just uh, oh. so irritating. I mean, why can't we just go, yeah, you know, there are fucked up people. People, it doesn't matter,
1: you know. Yeah, yeah, if you're really concerned about getting to the root of this issue, you would talk about what happens to people in power. And, and how can we stop them from acting out? You would see beyond the sex of the people involved in this? Yes. And I mean, I I mean concerned with. But I, I mean, I guess certainly there is a physical aspect of this, the idea that a man is uh, more likely to force himself upon somebody because they can't.
0: Well, yeah, uh, but once again, you have a certain group of, of I don't know, I, I, I hesitate to call them feminists, but that's what they label themselves, so I'll just run with it, who will balk at that idea, because what are you saying? Men are stronger than women? Yeah. Yes, biologically, yes, that is exactly what we are saying. Welcome to the show, Chris. you coming through clear as a motherfucker now. It, I turned off my AirPods, <coughs> and so are you guys. <laughs> funny thing is i was only using them for listening but anyway <laughs> but no yeah I, it, yeah yeah I, sorry i have science to back me up what do you have your gender studies professor who's never been outside of a classroom since they were five years old okay i'm gonna i'm gonna go ahead and go with what the biologists say the people who you know are experts in this field versus what some teacher who's got tenure and can say whatever bullshit they want that comes to mind in front of your class And somehow you give that all the weight in the world. We have bigger frames, we have more muscle mass. Sorry, it's science. If you don't like it, take it up with Mother Nature. Or God, if you or whoever you but Evolution, Darwin, go dig up his ass and kick it. I don't know. What do you want me to say? Or you know, hit the gym. Yeah, because I I tell you what, I'll tell you, Ronda Rousey could kick all three of our asses at the same time and not break a sweat. Yes, with one hand, more than likely. (laughs) Big time. There are women out there who are capable of that. So, yeah. But that's not the norm. You take your average man, your average woman, yeah, the average man can overpower the average woman. And yes, if you're going to admit that fact, then you can't play the game of, well, there's no difference between us. Every difference is, is a social construct. Bullshit. It's an observable fact. Stop calling observable facts social constructs. Just because you say it doesn't make it so. Sticking feathers up your butt doesn't make you a chicken. Period. Oh. Well. Good times. (laughs) Well, I mean, there are other stories in the news besides people being sexual deviants. (laughs)
1: Yeah. I mean, it all, kinds of, it all kind of comes back to sexual
0: deviancy at one point or another, doesn't it? In, our, in this, our moral relativism, yes, everyone's a sexual deviant to a certain extent.
1: This was the what's been described as the worst week in Trump's presidency so far. And I don't see how you can really debate that. Worse for him. Wor- oh, yeah. Worst, the worst for him. And there may be worse yet to come. But this was a, a confluence of events. I think we had I had mentioned last week, I believe, we had already heard the news of Don McGahn, who is was White House Counsel, who had already talked to the Mueller investigation for 30 hours. And that Trump then tried to come out and say that, oh, well, yeah, I let him. I knew that. I totally knew that was going on. But then we find out that, uh, we, well, uh, Manafort is found guilty on eight out of ten counts. Or as Trump supporters put it, congratulations on your ten to eight win, Manafort. <laughs> there there are actually people trying to spin this as a win. Like he, he got off he was uh, it was found as a mistrial for 10 of the 18 accounts, so therefore he wins. I doubt Manafort's seeing it from that perspective. (laughs) Facing (laughs) 10 years? Go ahead. Go ahead. Tell yourself what you need to. And then right after that, the uh, guilty plea from Michael Cohen, Trump's lawyer, Trump's fix-it man, who who pled guilty to a tax evasion and also to uh, a campaign finance fraud. And implicated the president. The president is now officially an unindicted co-conspirator.
0: Yeah, but wait a minute. Rudy Giuliani says President Trump's been completely cleared. You have this Cohen guy; he doesn't know anything. So I, I just right. yep, close the case. Okay, th- thanks, Rudy. Glad you glad we cleared that up. Well, it, yeah, I think Rudy was out there saying, "Well, this has nothing to
1: do with Russia," so. <laughs> So no collusion, no collusion. <laughs> like, Yeah, you know what? It turns out there's multiple crimes that your president, our president, is being investigated for. So just because it doesn't directly apply to Russia does not mean that it's a, a quote-unquote witch hunt.
0: Can we just drop a, a house on them fuckers and just stop the witch hunt? Just cut it off. cold, cut it off at the knees. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. It's amazing, man. It's amazing. Like, I don't know if we ever really found out if this was a legit quote, but if Trump actually said he could shoot someone in the middle of Fifth Avenue. No, that's real. Okay. That was a real quote. It is fucking scary how accurate that is. I thought that was, wasn't it Giuliani
1: saying that about Trump? I thought Trump said that. uh, I think they both said similar things. Yeah. Now, Trump said something like that, but I think Giuliani actually said shoot somebody in the middle of 5th Avenue.
0: It, regardless. It is yep. scary how accurate that is. That, that he is. said yeah. that on January 23rd, 2016, he said, I could stand in the middle of 5th Avenue and shoot somebody and I wouldn't lose voters. This is according to Snopes. Oh, I'm sorry, that's left-wing propaganda right now, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yep, yeah, yeah. Until it supports something that the Trump supporters like. And then, well, you know, even a broken clock's right twice a day. Uh, you know, I was thinking about this. Don't the Democrats have to win pretty big in the midterms to even have a shot at impeaching Trump at this point? Yep. Well, what, what do you mean, what's pretty big? They have to take control of the House. They got to take the majority. Yeah. And Congress, don't they? Yeah, they got to take the majority in the House and the Senate. Senate, sorry, yep. Uh, Yeah, many years since my last (sighs) class. But I, I don't think it's going to take a a a big win to accomplish that. Well, I mean, and there's also the entire discussion of can you charge a sitting president with a crime, and and if convicted, what can you do with him? That is a, a a good question, and it's one that hasn't been tested.
1: I mean. I think it's not really whether you can charge him with the crime. It's what happens then. <clears throat> and I think it's only a matter of time and probably not uh, not too long from now, we might actually see a charge levied against Trump. Because
0: uh, I'm, I'm still of the mind. He's been, just think of this. He's been in the business world and successful for, he's 70, right? So probably 40 something years. Uh I think he is smarter because everyone talks about, oh, well, he's a failed. But yeah, if he was failed, we'd be seeing stories about him, about 80s real estate magnate Donald Trump now living in a ranch house in Iowa. The guy's successful because he's still rich. I think he's smart enough to make sure none of this shit ever ties back to him directly, no matter in in either of these investigations. You don't. I think
1: to believe that you would have to believe that there is somebody in in between trump and cohen that would actually buffer him and that doesn't appear to be the case cohen's willing to tell the whole story he wants to get all the truth out there according yeah he needs a
0: half a million dollars to do it that makes me very skeptical his lawyer is raising is a gofundme for him to raise a half a million dollars you're really
1: reaching with that one because uh, you ever heard uh, how much a lawyer's cost Cohen's a fucking lawyer. He could be his own lawyer. He has to get a lawyer. He doesn't represent himself. He has to get a lawyer to represent him, and he definitely should get a lawyer to represent him. It's going to be expensive, and there's going to be a lot of shit that he's going to be wrapped up in. So,
0: yeah, he's going to have legal fees. Okay, he owns a $9 million penthouse in New York. Scale down to an $8.5 million penthouse. Like... Like to me that's very fishy. You need a half a million dollars to tell the truth when you clearly have the money.
1: Who are you going to believe then? Who whose testimony would
0: convince you that Donald Trump has committed a crime? How about levying an actual criminal charge against Donald Trump? That'll that'll make me a believer. Indict him on something. Well, it's coming. <laughs> but but
1: that's not what we're arguing here. You're saying that Michael Collins' testimony is worthless because he has a GoFundMe. Yeah. when it,
0: it doesn't cost you anything to tell the truth. What do you need a half a million for? For, uh, for legal fees. For le- what? He could easily call a press conference and say what he
1: needs to say. What? No, he has to. He can't. This is, This is done through testimony, right? He has to actually, in order to get the truth out there, He has to admit to his own guilt that he was part and party to these crimes that Donald Trump was committing. So he'd first of all be stupid to put it out in a press conference, be stupid not to have a lawyer represent him. And he's got to pay that lawyer somehow. He he has the money. That's what I don't understand. He has the money. Yeah. What's going to happen all that money when it when it comes out that he's got to pay back all the tax that he that he didn't pay? on all this misreported transfer of money, all this shit. And who knows how much of that money is going to be seized by the government?
0: So again, scale down to an $8.5 million
1: penthouse. So money is the issue. So there's it's, nothing. It's, what is- <laughs> it has nothing. To me, it's
0: damaging his credibility. I can't tell the truth unless I get a half million dollars. Once I get this half million dollars, it's game on.
1: Well, it's damaging his credibility is the fact that he's a criminal and has been covering up crimes for decades for Trump.
0: Okay, to being a lawyer? I mean, it's... You think he's the only lawyer that's ever done that? For Trump or anybody? No. <laughs> exactly! Like, Exactly what? What are you arguing?
1: His credibility. He has as much credibility as most people who are witness to a crime, right? It's, it's very rare that you get the innocent bystander who witnessed the crime and points to the guy in the court and says, he's the one who did it. Your witnesses, are the guys who are like, yeah, I know he did it, and I know because I was there. Because <laughs> I did it with him. <laughs> right. But. <laughs> And, and two, he cut a deal. What? No, he didn't. Where's the evidence of a deal that he's cut with anybody? Not the prosecutors in the case against uh, for the campaign violation. Not Manafort's uh, uh, special counsel. He may yet cut a deal, but he's out there with the intention of getting the truth out without having a deal protecting him from anything so far. He's only going to do 53 to 61 months in prison. That's not... A- you got a deal for pleading guilty. Yeah. So right? does <laughs> everybody. Have you ever been to court? That's no? how you get a lesser sentence. Well, you've seen enough law and order. Well, yeah, that, that makes That's you an expert. Deal. That's not a deal. That's not saying I will tell you all this stuff about... But Pleading what guilty President for a government. lesser
0: penalty isn't a deal? That's how, like, I, I think, like, 90% of court cases end in this country. Yes. Most cases don't go to trial. You can't afford it. If
1: you're going to use a very broad definition of the word deal, yes, that's a deal. But that is not how we commonly refer to it as a deal. A deal means you go to the prosecutors and say, hey, I have all this information to tell you, and it's going to implicate me too. So I need to make sure that you're not going to charge me with these crimes, and in exchange, I'm going to give you the information that I have. That is a far cry from going to court and saying, looking at the case against you, your lawyer telling you that you're probably going to be found guilty and advising you to plead guilty and throw yourself upon the mercy of the court for a lesser charge.
0: Oh, I'll give you that one. I Well, but here's the thing. I understand what Chris is going with this because that's exactly what the Trump supporters are going to say. They're going to try to throw as much shade at the guy because well, he made a deal and it's Yeah, he's it's doing a- this because, well,
1: he is in jeopardy. You know, he's probably this is these aren't the only charges that he's facing. Uh, his wife Would probably likely face charges too because uh, some of the tax evasion that he did was uh, uh, jointly filed with his wife. You know he, yes, he is coming out with this now in order to with the hopes of avoiding further prosecution. I'm not blind to that. I understand that Michael Cohen wants to save his own ass. But if that precludes you from being a witness, then we have to throw out just about, what, any major criminal that we put in jail? Well, you'd be letting a whole lot of mobsters out of jail. And this is, right, and this is what Trump was talking about. He went on Fox News the next day and was talking about how Michael Cohen flipped and how that's horrible and it should be illegal. It should be illegal to
0: flip on somebody. Yeah, that, that's just lunacy. Like the the one thing I will give him this week is, he is protesting too much. Well, he he did in the last few
1: days. He has uh, he's been trying more to distract. Like he had a tweet about what uh, it was South African farmers, white farmers that were having their land taken from them by
0: force. And a story that's been in the news for over a year. Right, and there's there's been no actual
1: reports of, of anyone having their land taken from them by force so far, but it is something that they are talking about. But it's, oh, why do you all of a sudden care about this? Actually, he said that he would have the, his Justice Department look into it. Then, in the Fox News interview, went on to... Uh, drag Jeff Sessions through the mud some more. Yeah, I'm fine with that. <laughs> <laughs> Over how he's not loyal. What? He took he took a job, right, and then recused himself from the job. That's Trump's words on that. So, what does that make you think? What What does he think the Attorney General does? That his job is to personally protect the president from crimes that he may have committed.
0: Yeah, Trump believes that anyone. <clears throat> excuse me. That that loyalty means insulating him from his own stupidity. That's that's what loyalty is defined as to Trump. And sadly, I know quite a few people in in day to day life that are like that. They think that uh, they can fuck up as much as they want, and it's their friend's jobs to basically soften the the, the blow of the consequences for for him. That's not loyalty. To throw on an AA term, that's called enabling. That's what that is. But I don't.
1: I don't think there's any real loyalty to Trump. There's loyalty to
0: Trump's power and money. Oh yeah, I, yeah. And what people, the the hope that he, that they're going to get something for this down the line. But, I mean, if he if he was, if he was a, a car salesman, he would not have the sycophants that he does. He would not have the entourage that he has, willing to defend him. Because what's the best thing he's going to do? Give you a deal on a used car? I mean it. it it just it, it, with him. It always goes back to this 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 loyalty thing, and anyone he perceives as disloyal, he can love them today, and then and then tomorrow they're dogs. They're low IQ people, etc. etc. And it's just it, it's 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 very childish. What is this document you sent, Chris? It is the full text of Cohen's agreement from the U.S. Department of Justice. <laughs> Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold okay. up, motherfucker. I ain't reading all that. <laughs> right. What, what am like I supposed 80, to 80 get Well, he's supposed to get 65 years. He's going to get 53 to 61 months. I'd call that a deal. Okay, but you're using it in a, in a different way. And then there's a whole paragraph here about how he won't be subject to further prosecution. Yeah, it's it's like a 10-page document, 20-page document, 30-page document. Did it get wet? Is it it a gremlin? Is it (laughs) multiplying? No, I just finally looked up at the top to see. How many pages? (laughs) Yeah. What do you think is going to happen as far as charging Trump? What do you see happening? Nothing. I think he's smart enough to to bury all the bodies, quite honestly.
1: Okay. Well, let's, let's imagine that he's not. Because that's the question that he's asking. What happens when charges are brought against
0: him? I mean, and also, can't you, can we not see the writing on the wall with him bashing Sessions? He'll put a new AG in place that'll get him out of it. I, I don't see how that works for him. What, the, the guy who's the head of the entire Justice Department wouldn't be able to help him out if he puts a guy that's on his side in place? No, you'd have to... If you're talking about impeding
1: the Russia investigation... He'd have to fire Rosenstein, and he'd have to have cause to do so, or else he'd... Well, I mean, he could do it and get away with it, I guess. Yeah. He's, got, he's you know, gotten away with other things. Yes.
0: But I'm saying, I think he's smart enough to know where to bury all the bodies and not to make sure anything is ever tied directly to him. He's been successful in the business world. That's what those guys do. Yeah, no. He's... He, they don't fail up for a reason.
1: Right, but he we're already finding evidence that of of crimes that he's committed. Right. So anyway, I I, fine. I'll give you that. He's smart enough. I guess then there's nothing worth talking about when it comes to any of this, right? Because nobody's going to find anything on this guy because he's just too
0: slick. I mean, it's not worth talking about, but she asked me what it, well, guess what I thought was going to happen. It, I gave I gave an answer. But well, where do you get this from? He's again. He's been. If he was, you know, everyone likes to talk about how he's a failed businessman and all that. Dude, the guy is still rich. If he was an idiot, he'd have lost all his money by now, and he'd be the guy that we talked about in the eighties. See, he he is smart enough to to not to make sure none of this stuff connects to him. I'm telling you guys. He fu- he duped the whole country into getting elected president. You don't think he could cover up something like this? Or make sure it doesn't tie directly to him?
1: First of all, he didn't dupe a whole country. He duped just enough.
0: and He duped enough people to get the office of president. I'd say we talk about him every week like he's an idiot and it- he is in many respects, but I think there's a lot of things where he doesn't get enough credit. <clears throat> well, you can be highly knowledgeable and intelligent in one area, and be a complete bumbling jackass in most others. Yes, <clears throat> like me. I, I mean, there's there's plenty of there's plenty of athletes who are geniuses when it comes to how they see the game and understand the game, who would walk into a wall and try to fight it. You know, I mean, it, it's. That's not unheard of. To, to me, the bigger issue is, is he as bulletproof as I think he is? And I'm afraid he is. I don't, I, it, I kind of, I kind of, I feel like, I feel like you do, Chris, but it's for a different reason. I just don't think, I, I, don't, I don't think anything's going to stick to him enough. I just, people that hate him, hate him. The people that love him, love him. And the people, and I mean, it's going to take people in his own party turning on him and that's political suicide at this point. The number of Republicans who don't support Trump is minuscule compared to the ones who are all in with him. I mean, he has, like, what, an 80% approval rating amongst Republicans? It is an overwhelming amount of people that support him. Well, he has, what, barely 40% in the general population? So... <laughs> who in higher than part- once a year ago. Who in his party is... Well, Sadly, because it's the economy, stupid, those people... Mm-hmm. Hey, my stocks are, are doing better than they were, so whatever. And I mean, I there's a lot of people that I, I don't respect that type of outlook. I mean, I don't know if I respect is the right word. I understand it. I mean, Todd did it bring up a very valid point. Can you blame someone for voting in their own best interest? I mean, when we see people vote against their own best interest, we call them stupid. So well, which way? which way is it? But still, that doesn't change the fact that I, I just I don't see any Republicans rising up and going, you know what? This guy is an embarrassment to the party. Furthermore, he's an embarrassment to this entire fucking country. And the Democrats and his detractors doing it is and once again, fish, fish, have gonna, fish, got to swim. That is that is what is expected from them. It was the exact same with Obama and the people that hated him. Any criticism that came from Obama, any news story that came out against Obama from the hardcore Obama haters, you could almost, almost always dismiss it out of hand as bullshit. So I, right there with you, Chris. Sadly, and to answer a question from like a, uh, half an hour ago, the it's a tangential question to the Republicans are going to have to, or the Democrats are going to have to win. 41 seats in the house and seven in the senate in november to shift the balance of power how do you get seven yeah seven seats in the senate but they have to win 41 well 42 in the house to shift the balance of power there right so yeah it might have to be a a big win in november you're talking about 41 seats in the house having to flip or 42
1: But I thought the Republicans were only up by
0: two. There are 51 Republicans in the Senate, 47 Democrats in the Senate. There are 238 Republicans in the House of Representatives and 197 Democrats in the House of Representatives.
1: So where where does seven come from in order to flip the Senate?
0: If you have 52 Republicans currently. Uh, there's two independents, and then there's six vacant seats in the House. And then, yeah, okay, one chart so earlier had 53 Republicans. <laughs>
1: right. I'm asking specifically about the Senate, though. There's 52 Republican senators, right?
0: One says 53, one says 51. So, yeah, we'll average it out. 52.
1: One says, what do you mean? I, all right. So I don't know why it, why
0: it takes seven Because Democratic Congress senators. is both the House and the Senate. You need to flip 42 seats in the House to get the majority. I Okay. I'm and,
1: asking specifically about the Senate. Yes. And you
0: keep lumping that number in with, the, with Congress. Because Congress has to, all of Congress has to improve impeachment, not just the Senate. It's just I like anything else. It's got to go through the House, then the Senate.
1: Okay, fine. Seven senators it is, whatever you say. Okay,
0: it's six or seven. If I've answered Please. your question like three times, man. Well, isn't the point, are the Democrats capable of even having that type of victory? In the Senate, yeah. In the House, 42 seats is a lot of seats. Well, that's, I mean... That's 10% of the House. The House is 431 seats. You know, I Reuters ran a story today about how the the Democrats are running a lot of the more quote-unquote progressives and yes that does play in certain areas of the country but how will it play in the middle of the country and i'm just i'm personally uh, i'm afraid they're going to do what they always do they're going to focus on okay let's preach to the choir that we already got in our back pocket and ignore everybody in the middle of the country and they can't keep doing that and they're not going to win with that strategy and just to, be, just to be brutally honest, running out that tired-ass identity politics shit ain't going to help you win in the in the, in the the middle of this country. That has proven to be the kiss of death to him. I mean, I, how hard is it to pivot and, and make your message, you know, we need to strengthen the middle class. We need to focus on individual rights and freedoms, et cetera, et cetera, without demonizing groups of people and playing the Oppression Olympics. Yeah, well, it... But That's how he won, right? But he played up. I mean, fuck. He, 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 he probably, he was in the middle of the country more than Hillary was. And fuck, he was just, what, the other day, another rally in West Virginia. First of all, why does he love West Virginia so much? Coal miners. And second of all, you won two years ago. Why are we still wasting, it, it, federal money was wasted on it. So thanks for that. Why, that's the stuff that bothers me more than all this other shit. You know, what taxpayer money was used to get him there? It was used to set the thing up, and and then what is is this grand military parade still happening too? Yeah, the one that was supposed to be what fourteen million, and then they were like, well, if it goes off the way he wants it, it's upwards of ninety million. Which uh, once again, here we here we are here we are with the president taking victory laps, and we're gonna we're we're seriously gonna have a North Korea style military parade. I mean, I you know, I, I cringe at a lot of the people that say, you know, his it, it Trump's is it, it rise to power is mirroring Hitler's or whatever. It's like, okay, hold on, pump the brakes. It, when when he starts throwing literally entire groups of people into camps for extermination, okay, but this isn't a good look. We've always been above this as America. You know, this is shit that the other countries do for, and it, you know, to release to the world, be like, be afraid of us. We are the world police. Everybody knows who the HNIC is. The U, ask the UN. I mean, if, if we pulled out of the UN, who the fuck is the UN's army? I, it's, I don't know. Yeah. But it plays, to pe- it plays to a certain group of people these hardcore, you know, nationalist, America first, and, and it seems it seems to strengthen their resolve, man. I mean, I don't understand it. I, I don't get it. You know, I know Todd and I went back and forth about you know, having, I think it's silly to have pride in something you had no, no hand in. I, I can't help that where I was born, where my parents fucked and where my mom, you know, Pushed me out of. I didn't have a say so in it. And he's like, "Well, you got to have some sort of pride in your country." Okay, I get it, but I, these are these are the these are the flag waving, cut off jean shorts, you know, American flag bandana, America lovers, and this is exactly what they want. I just think it's hilarious. They want to bitch about fucking entitlement programs, but have no problem spending ninety million dollars just to basically wave our military dick around. Yeah. Fun stuff. Well, hey, did you guys uh, <laughs> did you guys see what Sasha Baron Cohn posted about Trump? No. Oh, shit. Okay, he posted his Alley G and uh, he posted the clip of him, of, of, of him interviewing Trump back in the day. But it goes uh, to my main man President Ronald Trump. Check out when you colluded with me for a few years ago and you corrected all them stupid fake news scientists who said that humanoids have only been around for 300,000 years. Yesterday it was proven in the courts that you is a crook respect, you was a genuine gangster, and it turns out most of your crew are in it poor <laughs> guilty so far you is the suge knight of world leaders isn't it <laughs> also enough respect for boning all them porn stars but why is you paying the money to keep quiet about it you know you, it ain't because you got a tiny dong you told everyone it was massive on the telly and one thing you ain't is a liar anyways peace out you is an inspiration for young people show them that you can become president of America without having to give up a life of crime big up yourself OG <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's actually is inspiration it's actually spelled with an h yes inspiration inspiration <laughs> <laughs> love that oh god yeah, his his new show is just as
0: good as the ali g show if not better I, I, I'm yeah that's a something big i big fan I, I haven't i have i've only seen like the little cut up clips that are on the internet i haven't watched the whole show but I, it seems like it's pissing off a lot of people from all over the place, and usually when something does that, it means it's hitting pretty close to the mark. So, <laughs> <laughs> he,
1: yeah. yeah, he got this some like famous uh, food critic to eat dishes that he prepared as a character, probably his best and most disturbing character. Uh, I forget his name, but he's a ex convict, and. He just, he just looks like an old, tatted-up dude. And he's always got, like, this is his, his uh, new career now that he's out of the joint, right? So the last one was he was, uh, he was a chef before that. He was a DJ, and he was a, a visual artist. But he, he, <laughs> he prepares this meal. He t- tells a story about how uh, he tried to get some veal smuggled into the prison. And the only way he could get smuggled in is the traditional way in somebody's butt. <laughs> so, this is a, and that veal turned out to be the best veal that he's ever had in his life. And it was because it was constantly being massaged <laughs> by the butt. <laughs> right? And then serves up this veal inside of a condom to the chef (laughs) who then slices it open and is like eating this shit and talking about how delectable it is. Oh, and then serves him human flesh or at least what he believes to be human flesh. That was legally obtained from somebody in Taiwan who donated
0: their loin. (laughs) Well, if I remember correctly, there was like one of those strange facts websites that I saw a few years ago that said cannibalism and it had, I can't remember the number of states, but it's legal as long as both parties are consenting. I'm like, but but you can't get a blowjob in half the states below the Mason-Dixon line still, but you can fucking eat someone as long as they consent to it? All right.
1: Yeah, I wonder, does payment come into that? Like, if you pay somebody for a body part to eat, is
0: that still legal? How much do you think I can get for a pinky toe? <laughs>
1: That'd be like an pinky hors d'oeuvre. I'll get you to a pinky right now. <laughs> oh, I'll
0: get you a toe. Yeah. Painted or unpainted. Oh, <laughs> uh, didn't, no, didn't he have someone, like, basically simulate fellatio on him yes Jesus god he gets, that was
1: uh, uh, I think his name is Aran Arat, <laughs> or something <laughs> like that he always like barks it but that's his Israeli character he's like a hardcore militant he likes to give people advice on how to fight terrorism and so since homosexuality is one thing that terrorists are afraid of that uh, <laughs> <you> should, <laughs> I'm sorry, Go. I, didn't <laughs> no, I just see where it's going. <laughs> you, you, you understand where it's going. There's a number of things that ridiculous things that he gets people to. Do. It was talking to some, uh, I think, it was a lobbyist or somebody. He might have even held office somewhere. And him as a, and his assistant were had these shields that they made with like gay porn on the front of it. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: mean, he re- anyway, he he really yeah. is like a. Underappreciated, damn near genius when it comes to a lot of this shit. Mm-hmm. Like he, he Sasha Baron Cohen doesn't get a lot of the, the credit he deserves because people focus on the the crazier shit. But I mean, the more I hear about this show, the more I'm like, okay, this is uh, this is really putting a mirror up to society, going, look how fucking stupid we actually
1: are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, and and a lot of this show isn't. It's not just about, you know, getting bigots and uh, and conservatives on the show to, uh, you know, have them reveal their secret beliefs or desires or whatnot. A lot of this, I mean, it's, the, the shit sprays everywhere. I say, yeah, from what I've heard, the left also seems to be fair game on this show. Absolutely. He's... Well, I mean, the, his uh, his con character is one of them. His uh, you know, he plays some like
0: old liberal professor with a ponytail. Yeah. And what did he say the other day? He he uh, he had to go through the offensive and misogynist act of impregnating his wife.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. oh shit. He actually gets a therapist to sit with him while he simulates birth. Yup. By sticking a, baby he has his uh, housemaid or his doula, as he refers to her, as shove a baby doll up his ass and then pull it out real slow.
0: His his womb, as he his called womb. it, his man womb.
1: <laughs> his man womb, <laughs> and then it comes out with no head. And he's like well, where's the head <laughs> go in there and get it and that's when the his his uh his counselor for all this was like this is as far as i can take you on your journey <laughs>
0: he tapped out yeah. like i'm okay i'm done this this is we've reached the limit <laughs> right but he gets
1: he gets people to treat these characters with respect right you know uh, there is up until a certain point until they walk out of the room they're going and and it's actually rare that somebody walks out of the room they are going well I can't judge oh this is what he believes right Right. this is his culture that's you know that's why that's why the guy ate the meat out of the condom, right? Because well this guy did it and this is the culture that he came from and who am I to come in and judge? Well I don't know. That, that's where says, it really skewers the liberals. The, I'm sorry, that you can not have a condom, from. I'm judging. I'm judging hard. Right, I'm not, not eating that shit. And I think what he's showing you is that there are <laughs> there are things that you should be judging.
0: Right? The judging is what we do. Yeah, but it's become an evil word the last few years. It's, well... A certain a certain type of judging. It depends on who's doing the judging and who's being judged. There's a certain type that's acceptable and a certain type that's not. And it's not called judging when it's acceptable. It's called calling somebody out. So. Right, like uh, calling out Bill Maher and...
1: Uh Oh, shit, I forget his name. That bald writer, the gay guy. Oh, Andrew Sullivan? Yes, Andrew Sullivan. Uh, And many others. as Islamophobic, right? Because they don't like Islam. What? Does that term apply? I'm not necessarily afraid of Islam. I just don't like it. I don't like Christianity either, right? Neither do they. (laughs) Actually, I think uh, Andrew Sullivan may. But... Right? aren't you just allowed to not like a religion? No, not anymore. Not I'm, not, not- I'm not so ignorant that I think that every brown person with a beard is you know, in it, into Islam, but if they are, then yeah, I'm going to kind of question a few things. You know, mm-hmm. and sure, not every person who is Islamic believes in all of that shit. Just like every Christian doesn't take every uh, word in the Bible as the actual word of God. It's like, oh, there's the word of God, and then there's the word of God. You know, it's, nobody really follows all this shit. Well, you know, it's, it's,
0: it, Bill Maher's brought this point up many times over the years, and it's a very valid point that gets shouted down as, one, incorrectly, racist. Uh-huh. Islam's not a race. a race. And yeah, two as you know, Islamophobic, and that is anytime there's an attack or an averted attack or whatever the fuck, where are all the Islamic religious leaders condemning that? He goes, you Most hardly of them hear are it sadly
1: in. silent, yes. Yes. The ma- overwhelming majority of them are silent.
0: You know, I mean like the 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 shit with uh uh, uh, i forget the magazine in france that that you know put a depiction of muhammad on their cover that charlie hebdo yes thank you um it was, I, it was amazing the amount of no comments that were made and you know i get that and you know i ask I, I i i get that here in america muslims are not the majority, but there are other parts of the country where they are very much the majority. They are the ones in power. They're the ones doing the oppressing. But somehow, they get a pass at that because they're not the majority here in America. They get a pass from all the, you know, well, I can I can rip on Christianity and Catholicism all I want, but you can't talk shit about Islam or else you're, you're a racist Islamophobe. Right. I mean, we're talking
1: about a religion that, most of its believers think their, their Islamic laws trump any governmental laws. And those laws are all decided by, what, a bunch of old dudes with beards. In a really old book. Don't forget that. Well, even then, they, they take that and bastardize it in whichever way that fits their beliefs already.
0: But once again, we get back to if, you know, you say that... You, Inevitably in a, in, a, in a large enough crowd, you're going to get someone go, oh, like our laws aren't, you know, there's not laws on the books that are based on on, on bullshit Christian beliefs. Yeah, those are garbage too. Yeah. Yeah. What, what's your point? You don't have one. Once again, sit down, and shut up. Adults are talking. I mean, that it's that, basically what needs to happen is people need to be told to shut the fuck up because they're, first of all they're not even factually correct second of all an opinion is not proof you know if i say i don't like something and you say you do like something you didn't refute my argument we both just stated an opinion that's it that doesn't that it doesn't make our opinions factual all right and that's what drives me nuts about this shit like you know we just sat here, we opened the show basically with just taking a huge shit on the Catholic Church, and, I mean, except for maybe some hardcore Catholics, I think most people would just be like, well, yeah, they they deserve it, good, yeah, fuck them. Now, if we'd open the show with, you know, taking a huge shit on Muslims, oh boy, come on now, you know, there'd be, oh, okay, people heard it, oh, it's, I can't believe they did that, what's wrong with them? Well, you're... You're talking about the same crowd that will fight for, uh, you know, will, will fight on the side of Islamic people to have, you know, a place for them to pray in public buildings. But they're the same people that, if you want to perhaps put a crucifix up or maybe a chapel or just say, hey, kids should get 30 seconds in school to pray, then they'll be nope. You got to keep church and, and government separate. They'll talk out of both sides of their mouth. Well, absolutely. And it's that it's it's because they're the, it's the what do you call it the underdog mentality. Well, they're not the majority. Well, yeah, so go to. Yeah, I, I saw it. <laughs> I don't know what it was. I don't know what, what March it was, but there was a, a picture I saw last couple months. It was probably in a Pride parade, now that I think about it, because Pride Month just was like a couple months ago. But it was a group of people holding up, you know, uh, the LGBT community supports Islam. And I'm like, <laughs> well, it's too bad they don't support you. Yeah. Go go go! Be gay in an Islamic country. Let me know if they support you. I mean, yeah, I've seen the videos of them throwing people that are gay off the top of buildings. It wasn't special effects, sure. you know. wasn't It wasn't. It wasn't some trick photography. That's,
1: yeah, that's like the Boy Scouts of America supporting Larry Nasser.
0: <laughs> it's like Christians what? against Christ. What's it? Wouldn't it technically be the Girl Scouts? Well yeah, he did well he did oh, have yeah. one he did have one male accuser, which makes me think like, did he just want to try it? I don't know. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> maybe even that joke's too dark for the podcast, my bad. <laughs> but no, I it's yeah. You know, I, I, I understand the need to believe in something bigger than yourself. I understand the community that comes with a shared Belief system, but is there any way to divorce the just the horrible shit that comes with it from yeah. that? I mean, well, you we know, like, really figured it out.
1: This this is a situation that breaks down on a smaller level too. Uh, Rich, you and I have, have talked briefly about the uh, the Skate uh, group that exists on various social media platforms. Mm. And one of their leaders, I guess, for lack of a better word, is a, a writer named Ethan Van Shriver. And this is a group of people who believe that it's actually really unclear, totally what they believe, but you can infer through their anger over, oh, I don't know, uh, Thor being portrayed by a woman in the comics or Wolverine by a woman or Batgirl being gay or something or whatever. I'm sorry, Batwoman. that They're really just about anything that doesn't remind them of the, you know, the masculine comics of yesteryear that they remember, right? This idea that, like, you know, it's all about men are men and women are just eye ca- eye candy and the social justice warriors are coming in and taking over our comics like, okay if that's your belief, again, that's your belief that's fine, whatever but now, what does that group do when they get together? well, they organize and they harass people right? Namely, this week it was the the widow of Darwin Cook, and Darwin Cook, I think it was maybe over a year ago, maybe more he passed away from cancer uh, quite early in his in his life well earlier than than one should in this day and age, and it was just a fantastic artist if you uh, has a very like kind of retro style to it but did some amazing books for DC and for Marvel I also did a lot of of adaptations of the Parker novels which is just basically about a criminal who goes around beating people up and not dying but anyway he passed away right and the comic skaters are talking about how, uh... Talking about this this artist who's no longer here to defend himself saying, like, this was a man who knew what comics were really about, right? And I think a lot of it came from his adaptations of the Parker novels. The Parker novels, if you're not familiar with them, these are, like, 50s-era pulp fiction stuff where, you know, this is, uh... Just a mean criminal. Are you playing basketball? <laughs> to you me? What is that? Yeah, what is that noise? Just clicking my mouse. No, I don't know. So anyway, the Parker novels—very like He-Man type of stories, right? He's a—he's a hardened criminal. It's always getting mixed up, and somebody's double-crossing him, and there's some dame involved, right? And uh, and you know they are of their time, right? I, if somebody wrote that type of novel now, it, it'd be hard to kind of take them seriously, but you can't go back and change the past. That That is what it is. And I think they can be appreciated on that level. But the, the comic skaters want to prop Darwin up as Darwin Cook as like this hero of their movement, somebody who would have been right there with them in uh, combating the changing face of comics in these days. And his widow replied and said on Twitter that you didn't know my husband and, and he wouldn't want anything to do with your movement. And instead of just going, oh, well, look, difference of opinion and maybe I overstepped or speaking for a dead man that I never really knew and trying to rope him into my movement and back off. But no, they doubled down. Yeah, because that's what we do now. They harassed her. She actually shut down her Twitter account for like half a day. And then I guess thought better of it. And she's certainly gotten a lot of support. And and yet, like the, the aforementioned Ethan Van Shriver, one of the leaders, and mostly just because he's probably the most high-profile person. He's actually written for DC Comics at one time. Uh, He likes to, to say that, oh, well, this is not representative of us as a movement. You know, we have some... Sure, we may have some bad seeds in here, but that's not really what we do. Well, okay, but if it's just a few bad seeds and they go on operating without you doing anything about it, you know, that, then it's kind of telling of, of the environment that you're creating, right? This, what this group really stands for. And I'd say the same thing to Islam. And I'd say the same thing to the Catholic church. You know, Oh, look at you, bring it all back around. That's, that's great. It's you want to, you want to tell us that, uh, that comics, we just want to, we just want good old fashioned, you know, comics like they used to be. And Islam is a religion of peace, and the Catholic Church uh, loves children and, and yeah and, and doesn't want much. and doesn't want to harm them, right? right? And nobody's saying that everybody in the Catholic Church fucks boys. That every Muslim strapping a bomb to his body. Or that every comics gator is out trying to harass people who, who are grieving people. Sometimes even, and nobody's saying that that's everyone, but it, but it definitely is illustrative of what your supposed movement is about. The actions are always louder than the words. But I will. I'll play devil's
0: advocate here. How are you supposed to police the, the nut jobs, especially if you're in, in something like a movement? I mean, if it's well, you if speak something up. that has if it if it's right. yeah, but if it's some if it's something, if it's a huge movement that has like, you know, thousands or hundreds of thousands of people, how are you supposed to police the nut jobs? Yeah. And it's the it's this it's the same mentality that allows it to happen when you see, okay, <clears throat> the people harassing the widow online. Yeah. First of all, are the same type of scumbags, except for they're even bigger chicken shits because they won't go out and do it in person. But I mean, that's not. It's not. I'm not advocating for them to. It's probably better they they keep it online where it's relatively harmless. But it's. It reminds me of the people that are chasing around anyone who's a Trump supporter, slapping you know MAGA hats off their heads, you know, screaming at them in a restaurant until they leave. Whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's the, the the silence from the people. In the in the in the in the gate group is the same silence from the people who would would have sympathy for the well their sympathies lie with the people who are harassing the Trump supporters because the truth is they get off on it they, they, they wouldn't they want they, you ask them on the record they'll say no no that's that's not what we're about but deep down inside they like it that's all there is to it and it's that's the reality of right, right.
1: and I think the way that you,
0: we're
1: at. I think the way you do police it is you don't say this is not us, that you first accept responsibility. you know i I kind of skimmed through the Pope's statement about the recent uh, allegations, and while it it seemed to have gone further than any Pope prior to addressing this issue it still is kind of saying this isn't us. You know, and this kind of mentality that this is something that they'll rise above and get through and they'll root out this evil. You have to say that this is us, right? Look, this is Islam. There's a part of Islam that is about killing other people. We have to accept that and therefore decide whether we want that to be representative of our religion or not. If you can just keep saying this isn't us, and you never have to make
0: that decision, uh, but but in that discussion, you're talking about tearing down like thousands of years of tradition. That's a whole other conversation. But the other point I, I, I wanted, no, well, I don't. I, well, I would argue that still. I mean, because you're, you're talking about fundamentalists, fundamentalists, like the, the, like everything in that book is real. I mean, the the Christians and the Catholics have the same shit, you know, and they're mm-hmm.
1: the same kind of nuts. They call themselves fundamentalists, but they're really just interpreting. in the same way, like people refer to themselves as constitutional and fundamentalists, and like that's the oxymoron. The Constitution was meant to be a flexible document, so you can't look at it in this fundamental way. You always have to look at it in the aspect of what's going on around you. But the yeah, I mean the the fundamentalists. Are really just the latest interpreters that are using it to continue uh, a chain of power. So, I mean, if if Islam really is a religion of peace, well then there's your fundamentalist right there. Take that and and use that to reclaim your religion. You don't have to tear it all down. I, I did, just I like did, there's I plenty of good in the Bible. <laughs> the Bible. There's some random weird shit in the Bible about what to eat and who to sh- who throw stones at, but the majority of it. Is reasonable good shit. I mean,
0: it's in the the nicest way possible. You definitely obvious that you did not grow up with religion or religious people. Yeah, <laughs> because you cannot. It, it, rich, help me out here. A fundamentalist, you're not getting through to them. No, I mean, it. it no way, man. Uh, and, it, and it's, it's, everything in that book is is it's it's literal. black and white. It is literal. Okay? It is the inspired word of God handed from God through divine inspiration to the, to the people who wrote it. And when you go, well, how many times has it been translated and rewritten and how many versions of it? You're telling me everybody who's ever translated it, rewritten it, you know, you got to King James, you got to NIV, you know, what all these different versions, you tell me they're all divinely inspired, and they'll look you dead in the face and say, yep. And they'll use the Bible because the Bible says anyone who questions anything in the Bible is wrong. So they'll, if you question anything you know it's this whole circular logic thing well it's right because the bible tells me so and i know i'm right because the bible tells me so Right, but it's it's also directly contrary because
1: if you believe that the bible is the word of god but yet your interpretation you're, you're, you're to of the word of god is coming from other humans right you trying to you're
0: trying you're believing them unreasonable people
1: you're just get, believing other humans. You're not actually getting the word of God. You, if you believe that's the word of God, then you should read it and get your own interpretation from that, right? If that aligns with what your priests or whatever is great, if that, you know, that shouldn't be that. Shouldn't it be that that's the way that
0: you find your religion? Yes, that's you're, this, <laughs> you're asking unreasonable people to use reason, though. That's pretty much what you're you're getting at there. Like but there is kind of a, there is kind of what you're talking about that does happen. I don't know about Catholicism, I wasn't raised Catholic, but there is, I, I, there's not a term for it, it's like doctor shopping, but you do it with pastors, and you know, I've known people that have moved to a new area, and they'll go to a church, and they're like, okay, I don't like the spin that this pastor puts on his gospel and his sermons, so I go to another church, and eh, that's what rubs me the wrong way, too. And I go to another. Okay, I like his, but they, but they will all admit they're they, they they all refuse to admit that these people are giving different interpretations of the same text. They just don't like the way he delivered the message. They right. soften the blow by saying that, you know,
1: right. I'm, and I, I've always heard this as kind of a derogatory term for somebody that you know is not really truly religious. Right? They're just looking for something that already fits their comfortable beliefs. And yeah, like as opposed to what being slavish to the church because it's the one that was on the corner of where you fucking grew
0: up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, dude. Religious people, they're just they're wired different, man. Well, I mean, know, I, I, at a
1: point, it's like it, you're in for you're in this because you then don't have to think about any of this shit. Yes, you can take somebody else's word
0: for it. Well, what is what has been? Well, I guess this is a question more for Chris because uh, I don't know if it's if it's like this in in Catholicism, but in my lifetime, I've noticed that there's been a pretty big shift away from the hellfire, brimstone preaching in the, in the in the Protestant religions that I've had contact with, mm-hmm. more towards the God is love and all this focus on the positive stuff, and there's now this shift that i'm starting to see especially with family members and stuff they post on facebook but one of my family members posted an article about how we need to get back to biblical hatred and it was jarring to read because it flies in the face of the the new agey preaching style that i've heard for the majority of my life but then I did some digging and there is yes, that that, that there is a groundswell of support for you know, let's go back to the Hellfire and Brimstone and preach what's going to happen to you if you don't follow what God Absolutely. tells you. To do. Because that new agey shit is how you get will and grace. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, you know, basically this article was saying it's okay to hate gay people. It's okay to hate People from other religions who oppose your religion—that's right. a healthy hatred. Because God or hates Right? Them. Yeah,
1: it's it's your duty to right. Like you should be hating on them so that they understand the evil that's inside of them. Otherwise, there's no hope for them to find heaven.
0: But it goes. But it and, and at the end of you know at the end of most of these these articles I've read that are espousing this nonsense, they go back to the. The, the you know the mealy mouth, wishy washy, but ultimately you have to hate the sin and love the sinner, because that's your escape hatch. That's how they get away with that. I don't hate you. God doesn't really hate you. He hates your sin, and if you would just stop that sin, you wouldn't incur God's wrath. Right. And I mean, right. it,
1: which is really just saying I hate anybody who doesn't conform to my
0: beliefs. Yeah. Yes, yes. it's generally religion. (laughs) Yeah, and it just so happens that these beliefs will be instilled in you when you're a child, when you don't question things that adults tell you, you take everything at face value, and if you are encased in a in a bubble with these type of people for most of your life and you never step out of that bubble, you'll never even think to question it. I mean, I I think I brought this up before when I started having a lot of contact with my uh, dad's side of the family as I got older you know they're the they're the type that you know you go to eat at their house and they'll look at me and go okay you're our guest rich lead us in grace and I'm like no <laughs> why not because I don't believe in it I don't you want me to pray to a god I don't believe in I like I don't if you come to my house and, you, and we sit down to eat and you want to pray, I'm not going to tell you you can't pray. Go ahead. Pray all you want. Pray out loud if you want. I don't give a shit. Meanwhile, I'm eating. I like my food warm. Sorry. And, yeah. <clears throat> you know, the, the, their attitude was, who's putting these ideas in your head? As if they, I, I couldn't come up with these thoughts on my own you know and then it was you know i i had a family member try to go you know i i went through what you went through your question and everything you're walking around going why do we call a tree a tree and i'm like no that's not what it's like oh jesus <laughs> christ i am I'm, I'm looking i'm looking at shit like hmm how many people have come back from the dead nobody how many people walk on water nobody you know I, I, and I mean and if I am supposed to use my just my eyes I remember a cars video where Rick Ocasek walked on water so I guess he's the second coming of Christ right which would explain how he got right. Paulina Poroskova how I many have actually
1: <laughs> even seen God you know I mean well some people really while well, in a dream they could describe him really well
0: or a piece of toast a muffin you know and it's 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 their way of trying to soften now, if I was a complete stranger, they would probably go at me hard, but because I'm a family member and they love me, and in their mind, they want me to go to heaven with them. So they're trying, it, the fact that I'm a family member and the fact that they want, they, they feel they have my best interest at heart. It's not, oh, you're speaking blasphemy. You need to speak, be silenced. Shut it down. It's who put these ideas in your head? Someone's messing with you. And I'm like, yeah, the people that, told me that there was talking snakes and burning bushes that, that, that God <laughs> communicated through. Those people were fucking with me. You're absolutely right. I And I mean, we, you can't really get anywhere with them. And that's, that's one of the reasons, sadly, that I have family members I was very close with for a lot of years, especially after my dad died. And we just don't talk very often. Because they can't go a half hour without injecting Jesus and God into everything they talk about. And I can only take it so long before I have to say something. Or, and this happens way more often now because I've learned to bite my tongue, I'll inadvertently say something that will set them off on a rant. Like, perfect example, I had a family member who used to watch The Walking Dead. We would call, we would talk about it, he'd ask me about what happened in the comic books, and we'd compare it to a TV show. You know, it was like, we both enjoyed it. We talked about it. He became born again. I brought up the walking dead and the conversation shut down because that's not of God. Get the fuck out. Ouch. <laughs> I, would hang I, don't on. Watch, I don't watch that show. That show glorifies death. And the only person that can beat death is Jesus and our and and, and and God in heaven. That's the only people. So that, that, that shows that shows not of God. In other words, that shows worldly, aka demonic. And I'm like, what do you say to that? I mean, I know. why... Like, eh, it's kind of gone downhill after season five, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> like, I liked Negan for about two episodes, and I was like, hmm? "All right, we get it. You cuss a lot, and you walk around with bat on your shoulder. Great, wonderful." You know, <laughs> <laughs> but but no, seriously. I mean, I I know that, that you know, I've had back and forths with 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 various co hosts on this show, but I mean, I honestly just stop. Take away the fact that that Christianity is the dominant religion in this country and listen to what I just said and tell me that doesn't sound like someone who's mentally ill. But because more people think like that than not, we just call it religion. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've literally had family members tell me depression is, is demon possession and I'm like... What? No, I can show you a cat scan of someone who has a chemical imbalance that makes them prone to depression. and then I can show you a cat scan of someone who doesn't and you can see the, you can visibly see the differences in their brain. It's the devil trying to tempt you rich. I know it's the Bill Hicks, you know what? Where are all the, Where are all these fossils here for to test your faith? <laughs> <laughs> you can either have Jesus or Jurassic Park. you can't have them at the same time. And you know what? That was a Bill Hicks bit back in the late 80s, early 90s. And you know what Christians do now? I swear to God, I saw this at my daughter's mother's church right before we split up. They got coloring books with Jesus and dinosaurs walking around together. That's how they... That's, that's, they said, no, no, dinosaurs existed. They just didn't get on the ark. That's what happened. And I'm like, you got your timeline fucked up. You got Jesus next to a dinosaur. The flood happened before Jesus was born you can't even get your own timeline straight oh you, you're doing what I love to do I love using my knowledge of their own book against them it's, it's entertaining for me it's just a, it, like look I've always said this on this show and if I've said it to anybody in my personal life I'm a hopeful agnostic I hope there's something more because if this is it we're just a, we're just a big cosmic fart. There, 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 there probably isn't man evidence I, is pointing to it's, evidence it's, is pointing to a cosmic fart yes I absolutely yeah. agree with you but I'm hopeful but I'm not going to live my life or not live my life a certain way based on that hope especially when there's over what 2000 recognized religions in the world and I'm supposedly I, I just so happen to be born in a family that picked the right one yeah. No. That is, the, that, that is odds that I I have never been that lucky. I don't buy green bananas. Right. If, okay. <laughs> <laughs> if
1: there is any sort of afterlife, it's just something that's going to happen to everyone the same way, right? It's not going to be some kind of after party that you may or may not be invited to.
0: <laughs> I just love South Park's take on it. Well, you're Bad news is y'all picked the wrong religion. You're going to hell. What was the right one? Mormonism. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I made a joke the night my dad died to try to deal with it that I don't think everyone in the room appreciated. You know, he had just passed away, and I just after all the 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 high emotions went away, I like you know, tried to crack a joke. I was like, "Quick, come back, tell us, was it all worth it?" I think <laughs> I'm the only person in the room that found that funny. <laughs> well i mean you know i I, even i don't know even my like when my dad died my stepmother up until his funeral i would have swore that just according to everything i would ever heard her say she's an atheist like died in the wool there is absolutely nothing after this life except for oblivion What, what happens when you die is the exact thing that happened before you were born nothing consciousness stops okay well my family started talking about you know did dad have a chance to, you know, ask God to forgive him when he felt the heart attack coming on? Do you think he's going to go to heaven? And there was, you know, this discussion and, you know, certain family members were like, I, I, I believe he had a chance to. So I believe he's in heaven and this and that. And I, I just kind of turned to my stepmother and I said, can you believe this shit? He's not even in the ground yet. And she looked at me and she goes, What you, I feel, I, I, I felt his presence here. And I looked at her like, she must've thought that, like she grew an extra head or something. Cause I was like, I, presence. No, he's dead. That's it. That's all there is to it. We are meat husks. Whatever, yes, exactly. It's like when I saw him on the mortician's table in the basement of the funeral home underneath, you know, fucking uh, uh, fluorescent lighting. I just, I was like, whatever was my dad, that's just what was carrying it around. Yeah. His spirit, his consciousness, whatever you want to call it. So, it didn't, I mean, it, it was jarring to see him in that condition to see his body in that condition but ultimately it was like it's it's just the shell that was walking around no that's one of the thoughts I left with that night is yep it's it, it's it's quite a reminder yep we're just a husk we're a husk for a consciousness and then that's it you know it's really it's it, it, it it's 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 ironic and it's a, it's really sad how much. Religion has divided my family because the quickest way to be excommunicated from my family is to not go along with, you know, on my mom's side, the Southern Baptist stuff. On my dad's side, just more of the general, you know, Christianity. They don't really, I don't think they really label themselves any denomination. And isn't religion supposed to bring people together, you know, sense of community? Like yeah. you know, like I was, you know, t- we were talking about earlier and here it is just driving wedges in between family members because, well, I can't handle talking to you because you don't believe the same thing I believe. And it, I, I mean, it's seeped over into <laughs> there's families that are torn apart over politics these days, which is retarded That's exactly. another conversation. Exactly. You know, my brother said it best. He goes, you didn't come up with the, the, the tumbler. The minute you say something, I don't agree with. I write you off mentality that my generation has and after i had that small heart attack because he always bristles anytime i I label anything of his generation and he just did it to himself i was like wait a minute so you see that and he goes oh all the time and i'm like why aren't you and you realize it's bullshit right And he goes absolutely why the fuck don't you say something you know what he says same thing we say on the show because you can't get through to these people they're the true believers Yep. you know it, it, it it's and it's <clears throat> it, it 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 goes deeper than just hey look you know I support everybody's right to get married regardless gay straight doesn't matter to me but I'm not you know I don't I'm not I, I don't I don't, I, I don't like the gay lifestyle. Like, I, like, You know what I'm saying? like, I, uh, Are there even people like that anymore? Because there used to be. There used to be people would be like, look, I don't like what you do, but I'll fight for your right to do it. Now it's like you have to agree with everything. You have to agree straight down the board.
1: Well, uh, Bill Mar said that about Alex Jones and he got lambasted by liberals. Oh, I bet.
0: <laughs> I mean, I, I you know, well, you know, you brought it up earlier. Um, and I'm sorry, I don't know my... Uh, Peripheral characters in Batman, like I should. Uh, Batwoman. Batwoman, yeah, is gay. Yes. Okay. And well, I, the the current version
1: of her in DC Comics, which has been around for quite some time. Okay. Uh, well, five six years, I believe, at least, is
0: uh, yeah, she's homosexual. Okay. And Ruby Rose was cast to play her. Yeah. And Ruby Rose was in Orange is the New Black, I think one of the John Wick movies. Uh, questionable acting talent aside. Yeah. That was not what she was attacked for, that she can she couldn't act her way out of a fucking high school play. <laughs> yeah. It was because she's not gay enough. That's the woman who calls herself gender fluid and came out as a lesbian at twelve years old. How fucking gay does she need to well, be? Gay enough? What why? Well, she she couldn't win from either side.
1: Exactly. I mean the comic skaters guys are like, well, here you go. Here's another social justice warrior action on comics they are going to cast Batwoman as a lesbian. Like, okay, well, clearly you don't follow comics or else you'd know that she already was. And, and yeah, and then on the other side, she's, I, I how gay do you got to be? Like, what? I want not gay enough to
0: find. what? What's their problem? I think she's dated men before. I think she, I think she's, yeah, she, I think she said she came out as lesbian at 12 and at Uh some point declared herself bisexual, but she's, she's more attracted to women than men. And I'm like, okay, so who, first of all, okay, you're an actor. Your job is to act like someone you're not. It's make believe people, you know, Dustin Hoffman doesn't have autism. He doesn't get upset and hit himself if he doesn't watch Wapner. All right, it, it it it's it's a fucking role. I mean, Jesus fucking Christ, man! Really, Al yeah. Pacino is Tom not. Tom Hanks really didn't have AIDS. Yeah, yeah, he's still alive. You know, Al Pacino is not a gay man robbing a bank so his boyfriend can have a <laughs> sex change operation. Okay, I mean, these are this it's 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 called the art of acting. It's make believe. It's pretend. All right.
1: Well, if you're going to be inclusive and actually cast a gay woman to play a gay woman's part. You better
0: pick the gayest woman you can find. So, who do they want? Do they want that butchy, <laughs> that bitch from uh, "Uh, Uh, Orange Is the New Black" yeah. play Batwoman? New- yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, uh, Michael uh, Moore. Michael Moore should play Batwoman. He <laughs> <laughs> got bigger tits than Ruby Rose, <laughs> and I mean, it's that's that is to me that sums up where we're at. Right now in society, that you cannot fucking please anybody. I said it. I said it the other night (laughs) on on You know, Louis C.K. Everything said. Everything's wonderful. Nobody's happy. Like if people turn on their cell phone while they're on a plane and it takes a second longer than they think it should. Oh God, this phone's so slow. You're flying through the air, talking with wireless communication to people that are thousands of miles away from you. It's that's something that would have been magic two hundred years ago. Do you understand? Like, oh my God, it took three seconds for your phone to turn on. Calm down. Yeah. No, I'm I'm not much of a fan of uh of Ruby
1: Rose. I don't think she's a very good actor. But when I heard that she was cast, I was like, Well, that's that's kinda perfect. I think that's that she's gonna do a great job in that role because she doesn't really have to stretch herself that much,
0: right? <laughs> I I swear and, I swear I, I swear Aaron, I thought, oh, that's perfect. They can't get mad about that. And then the gay community said, hold my beer. (laughs) (laughs) Excuse me. Hold my chocolatini. (laughs) What was it? There was something with with Common a few weeks ago where they were angry that his stand-in was... Keep in mind, this person was still black. He had a stand-in that what's a lighter complexion than common. So they put some makeup on the stand-in's face to darken their complexion. Keep in mind, still a black person. Hey. And, yeah, and this production company or whatever is getting, you know, lambasted for putting somebody in blackface. <laughs> this is a fucking Spike Lee movie from 2000. It's called Bamboozled. People, Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. Are you kidding me? I, 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 oh. I mean, I, I, I'm i not shocked, but it's just like, really? Okay. okay. Everyone was outraged that this, this standing was put in blackface. Meanwhile, let's forget all about all the technical aspects of a movie where you need to make sure you still have the right lighting, the right blocking, all that shit, but sure. And let's, let's ignore be- the fact that every actor on that set is covered in makeup. Yeah. Makeup that uh, right. uh, darkens... Or lightens their skin tone for the shot. By the way,
1: well, I mean, if you think putting the ex- the stand-in in blackface looked racist, imagine what it's going to look like when you watch a Commons movie, whatever he's in, and all you can see here is teeth and eyeballs. <laughs> <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> it's going to look racist
0: as fuck. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, yeah, I, but just yeah, I, I I'm, I'm, I'm with you, Chris. What is gay enough? Like I really want a definition of that and that's that's I the thing know. here's the thing for all the people that were bitching that she's not gay enough and all the people bitching at the people bitching that she's not gay enough, no one asked that question seriously and I mean it's like do we have to do I have to start my own like news website so I can just ask these questions that it seems like should be the first question out of your mouth but it's never even uttered like d- define it what is it's like when someone oh. I, you know, I had a friend for a lot of years, and he was black, and he grew up in Farmington Hills. And you know, if you heard him on the phone, he didn't have a very thick black accent; didn't have one at all, really. And people used to say to him all the time, "Oh, you're the whitest black person I know." So he bothered to pay attention in English class, and he, so he would we're gonna hold that, that, that against him. And he would say to me, How fucking, and by the way, he's pretty dark. he go, How fucking black I gotta be? I said, I'm serious. He's like, I'm a shade lighter than Wesley Snipes. How fucking black do I have to be before I'm a real black person? What's a real black person? First of all, what's a white black person? And I'm like, Oh, this is before Robert Downey Jr., <laughs> In Tropic Thunder. Uh, they referred to her as lesbian for straight people. So <laughs> they called Ruby Rose. Okay, so you know what that means? That means. Because I've seen some pictures of her, eh, the, 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 the kind of the boy haircut doesn't do a lot, but I've seen some pictures of her with the longer hair, and I'd sexually disappoint the fuck out of her for a few seconds. Oh, yeah. So that's that's because that means, oh, straight men are attracted to her, or could be, yeah. you're not gay enough. Oh, I'm sorry. So I have to look like a bag of smashed assholes and walk around with, 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 with my, my, my Diesel Dyke haircut? Had it up in prison tats, so uh, so uh, with 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 fifteen different color hair, so I'm gay enough. What the fuck? Isn't that body shaming? So that's shaming. I'm surprised
1: that there isn't a campaign that uh, all of these comic book movies are fat shaming people. They're perfect bodies.
0: Yeah, even the Blob wasn't all that fat in the Wolverine movie. (laughs) I was like, Blob's looking a little buff to be the Blob. It's supposed to be like 2,000 pounds, man. But, I, you know. See, this is, this, is, this is why I'm like, okay. It's so easy to get lost up your own ass once you start playing this game. I don't understand why we just don't, like, oh, more people just refuse to play it. Like, case in point, we were talking about earlier. Someone calls you Islamophobic. Fine, I'm an Islamophobe. Stop throwing gay people off the roofs of buildings. How about that? How about how about how about we work on that one? Okay. Uh, 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 stop stoning women who dared to, you know, not wear a, uh, forgot to wear a burqa the proper hey, way one day. Stop spewing your straight white male privilege at me, rich. Well, okay. Well, you know what? I have the privilege. I might as well take advantage of it, right? I mean, that's it's you know, the, that's one of the best responses I've heard to that. You know, I actually <laughs> Our co host on Sporgy had one of the best responses to uh, white privilege. He said, Who's the racist? Is it me because you say I have white privilege, or is it the people that treat me differently than they treat black people because I'm white? And I was like, Earl, where did you hear that? (laughs) I'm like, Did you come up with that on your own? Did you smoke some weed when Chris was down there? (laughs) How did you get this insightful? And it, it, it's a very valid question, and it's a valid response to the to the accusation, because it always is. It's just an accusation. You have white privilege. Okay, well, it, do, do I demand I get white privilege, or do people treat me with white privilege? Yeah. So, who is the true racist? Yeah, if you were treating me different based on the color of my skin, I mean, should I get you a dictionary? Because it seems like textbook definition to me. I, so... I, I'm just I'm I'm just over it. Like when I talk to people and someone's like, oh, can't believe you said that And nine times out of ten, it's always some young white person and I'm like, get over it. Stick around. It's going to get a lot bumpier of a ride here in a few minutes. Wait till I get on the roll. I'm just warming up. Because I'm just, I'm tired of it. Okay, I am, call me Eminem, baby. I am what you say I am. I don't care anymore. Because caring has gotten us nowhere. It's like the, you know, it's it's like the live song. Where all this talking got us. Just right back at the beginning where we started off. You know, that's one of the things I yes... Uh, in in Todd's goodbye rant, I kind of agreed with, you know, we have to start to move forward. The only way I can see to move forward is to go, fine, I don't give a shit what you got to say. And, let's go. It's just I it, I don't care. Oh, I'm evil because I have a dick. Alright, well. Great, wonderful. I don't know what to tell you. I'm, I am evil. Who cares? Can we talk about something that matters now? And I mean, I seems, seems to be a, a, a fairly non asshole way to go about it. Because you can't argue with the people. I mean, it's like, it, you know, Chris, you know this. If <laughs> you argue with a Christian, you're going to hell. No one loves to tell you you're going to hell quicker than a Christian. Well, what are you going to argue? You're like, uh, Well, what you just do is you go, if you, didn't it strike you if I don't believe in God? I don't believe in hell, so it's pretty much an empty threat. That's like yeah. me saying, aliens are going to abduct you. Uh, there's probably a higher probability of that happening than me going to hell. But you're not worried about it. It doesn't. It doesn't keep you up at night. So, I, uh, it just it all comes back to you can't change people's minds who don't want their minds changed. It's as simple as that. They don't want them changed. Well, it, 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 it yeah. and getting back to the kind of the comic thing Eric was talking about earlier. I mean, and, and discourse is over. We we just dig our heels in now. Yes, and that's and, what we do now we all we're all terrible. you know, uh, uh, shit. We were talking about it last week, um, how you know, there are shows that will be like, "Okay, here's our token gay guy, and he's every gay stereotype you can imagine." And there we've done our bit for inclusiveness and tolerance intolerance. It's like, no, not really. you' uh, you you're just you're just you're you're promoting tokenism and you're pandering to people. There's nothing genuine behind it, you know. I I, I was uh, rewatching an episode of Black Mirror, and is that show made in the U.S. or is that made in the U.K.? It's the British show. A, okay, this might explain it then. Can't it just I know be a regular Mirror Rich. Yeah, <laughs> with the non-social construct of race, Mirror. I was watching that show. Yeah, and um, the uh, it was the one where you you know you date someone for a certain period of time. Well. The, the, the couple that ends up together was a white guy and a black guy or a uh, white guy and a black woman it wasn't like made a big deal of it was treated just like it's treated or it should be treated if you see it in day to day life Right, no big deal that's what people bristle at is when they're told and it's shoved in your you. Ha- this is a big deal and you have to accept it no that's not how you get people to fucking accept or even listen to your side of anything And it's become just crystal clear to me. We have a lot more people that are just taking sides and they don't care if anyone's listening to them. They just want someone to shout at. But I mean, I watched the show and I didn't, it it didn't even strike me until after I was done watching. I'm like, oh, that was an interracial couple. Why? Because it wasn't a fucking plot point. Because it didn't fucking matter to the story. It didn't it, it, It wasn't, oh, they're an interracial couple in 1950s Georgia. Yeah, then that's that, yeah, that's a major plot point. It was it, they're an interracial couple in the near future, and it doesn't fucking matter whatsoever. They they don't need to be celebrated, nor do they need to be denigrated. They just can, can they can be left alone to be fucking happy. Ta-da. Not that hard, folks. Now, it reminds me of a a quote from Morgan Freeman is from an interview a few years ago. It's on the oh, Adam yeah. show a few months ago. Like how do you how are we supposed to stop racism? He goes stop talking about it. His point was pretty much stop bringing it up all the time, and it'll be amazing about how the shit'll probably work out. Because I think, and I think that if he, if he, if they followed followed up, I, I, his thinking is probably because you can't really change how people fucking feel if someone doesn't like black people. Sh- shaming them isn't going to make them change their fucking mind. We're back to, like, talking to religious people here. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't... A, the Scarlet Letter was a cautionary tale, not a how-to guide. <laughs> <clears throat> right? it, it, it's, that's not how you get shit. That's not how shit works. And I guess this was so irritating when I see these and hear these so-called progressives talk about... You know, we're going to drag people kicking and screaming. No, you're not. You you are going against human nature. You are fighting instinct. Our instinct is when we are attacked to either fight, fight, or freeze. And I think people are finding out, people got a lot more fight in them than they fucking expected. So much fight that they fucking put fucking Donald Trump in the White House. And it's like... You you you're hammering at that same you're hammering at that same nail, with that with that piece of soap, and you're wondering why the nail won't go in. And when that piece of soap is fucking gone, you grab another piece of soap, but this time it's Irish Spring instead of Dove, so it's going to make a difference. It's not. You're using the wrong tool for the job, and I it's I, it's, it's it's like the whole. Uh, I can't remember if we talked about this, but uh, Scarlett Johansson was going to play a transgender mm-hmm. man. That was a perfect opportunity. Yes, she's going to get a movie greenlit. She's going to get a movie to where people, the uh, financers will sink millions of dollars in it because she's a draw. Instead of protesting until she quit the movie like she did, now the movie isn't even probably going to be made. If you want to get trans actors' exposure... Surround her with trans actors in, in, in juicy supporting role parts. Didn't Hillary people, Swank get an Oscar 20 years ago for doing the same thing? Yes, yes. And I literally have. It's amazing how many people don't even know who that fucking. about that movie who are all about trans rights. And I'm like, you've, you've never seen Boys Don't Cry? You've never even heard of Brandon Tina? Yet, you, yet you're going to yell at everybody that they're transphobic because they they're ignorant of trans culture? Really? Seems like I know more about your so-called culture than you do. So you need to shut the fuck up. You got some learning to do, child. Now sit down and learn. But yeah, it's absolutely what put trans actors in a supporting role. Get them exposure. We know how Hollywood works, guys. You know, you get one role, you get some you get some heat, people start casting you and everything. I mean <laughs> The 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 chick from Orange is the New Black*? They could have gave her a role in there. Boom! That could have been her ticket to the Oscars, Best Supporting Actress. Even a golden even a Golden Globes nomination will get her enough heat to where they're going to Hollywood. At the end of the day, wants to cash checks. They're going to put whoever's going to put asses in the seats in movies. That's, it's just, that's I, I business. just, I just, you need money. You have to make money. You don't make money, you're not a business. I mean, it really makes me wonder, like, the quote-unquote leaders of, the, of this community, what the fuck are they doing? I mean, because they're, they're literally cutting their nose off to spite their face left and right. And it happens all the time these days. And if you really want to further your cause, you have to, to, to pick and choose the battles to fight. Because you can win a lot of battles and still lose the war. And that's the way it's looking for you, for, for you people right now. Sorry about your luck. And you're doing it to yourself. Hmm. I'm still stuck on this. Not gay enough. <laughs> <laughs> you're, oh, you're not a real gay guy. What like, does she have to have a chick follow, like eating her pussy at all times? That's what I was, I was going to say. Does she have to go down on a, like a 300-pound lesbian on the 50-yard line? It, 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 you know what I'm saying? Of of a Patriots game or something. I mean, is is that gay enough? Like, it's you know, same thing with you know Corey. You know, oh, yeah, you don't act gay. He's like, uh, I sucked a dick last night. I think that's pretty gay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, fair enough. <laughs> that's, yeah. What'd you do last night, Rich? Didn't suck a dick. So see, see that's not acting gay. I acted pl- plenty gay. Trust me. Ask my boyfriend. Well,
1: what does uh, what does Homer Simpson say in the, in the episode where they befriend uh, uh, what's his name, the director, John Waters? John yeah, yeah. Waters, yeah, <laughs> and he talks about how he's an American male and he likes his, something like his beer cold, his steaks bloody, and his homo's flaming. Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Which <clears throat> doesn't? Isn't that the episode where he has the wind up Santa that's ho ho ho? Oh, 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 uh-huh. oh no. yeah, no, it's no not. That, that was the yeah, Christmas. Yeah. That's their first one. That was a Christmas episode, wasn't it? Wasn't that oh, No, he,
1: he has the. No, uh, John Waters' character has the robot Santa that scares away the. Uh, wait. Yeah, it wasn't a Christmas episode. There just happened to be reindeer there. Because he was supposed to take him hunting. That's
0: why. <laughs> and, uh, just John Waters hunting.
1: <laughs> well, no, they were going to take the boy. It, Bart was going to go hunting. To counteract his interactions with John Waters' character, oh, make sure okay. that he grew up straight. Or <laughs> he puts a he puts Bart in front of the uh, billboard for Laramie cigarettes, and it's got kind of girls having a pillow fight on it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> he comes, he has him just sit there and watch the billboard, and then comes back like an hour later, and he's like, "How you feel, boy?" And he's like, "Well, I kind of want a cigarette." And he's like, "That's a start. What's your brand?" And he's like, ah, "Anything slim." <laughs>
0: <laughs> <Help>. <laughs> let me get to 120 Misties.
1: <laughs> oh
0: like you got uh, a straw fire in your mouth speaking of uh the simpsons i i heard an interview with one of the writers i cannot remember his name he's been there since the beginning um but they asked him about Apoo and basically he said well we're just going to kind of phase the character out and it goes right back to and he goes it's very strange because when Apoo was fir- when when when, it, when we first came on i used to have people who were indian come up to me and go i love Apoo cuz he's the only indian on tv right now and now it's you know it's horrible this is a, this is a racist and stereotypical depiction and this and that and he's like so we're just getting rid of the character we're just gonna hmm. phase about. It's like, did, did, did we forget that Apu is like one of the only people who's not mentally retarded in The Simpsons? <laughs> right. Yeah, that's that, that <laughs> yeah, is true. But, and I'm willing to bet too. It was more white people are the ones that are calling for Apu. Like like most things, it's mostly white people calling for the end of Apu. Yeah, I've 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 seen that. Apparently, there's a uh, uh, fuck white people. I resign from the white race is supposedly trending on Twitter. And I'm like, yeah, fuck white people, but for the completely opposite reasons. We just ruin everything. We think we're so good that we get offended for other people on their behalf. Like, sit down, Darkie. I know how to be more offended for you than you know how to be offended for you. Yeah. (laughs) Also, also, I bet these people will all of a sudden be white again when they get pulled over. Just throwing that out there. One of my favorite Paul Mooney quotes. Everybody wants to be black till the cops show up. Mm and all of a sudden you see Eminem speaking like a, like an 18th century British aristocrat <laughs> hello officer what seems to be the p- what seems to be the trouble pip pip good good sir what's yeah. your problem today <laughs> I do say bully bully for you sir are there some ruffians about officer <laughs> we don't want any <laughs> we don't want any is there some horseplay about oh <laughs> uh, shit Alright, we got anything else, guys? I think that covers it. We ended on a Paul Mooney quote. That's a first. Nice. and almost 50 episodes. Yeah. Okay. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. Got a little contentious there in the middle of the show, but we've talked about it for four years, or however long we've been doing this. Wouldn't it be boring if we just always agreed on everything? Right? <laughs> So yeah. So thanks, thanks for your listening. We're on Twitter at Unregimented Pod. We are you can email us unregimented at The Show comes out every Saturday. And you can check out let's depending on when you listen, it's the Weisman podcast that was posted previous to this show. Aaron and I go a little bit more in depth on the Apu discussion. Maybe a little more maybe a little more non serious route. But you can check that out as well. So thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next week. See ya Later, guys.